0: Welcome everybody to episode five of Spread the Dread podcast. I am John, and I'm Joe, and uh, we're back. You're back. That's cool. <laughs> that says this is this is a special occasion though. This is going to be the first week where we release one episode. <laughs> yeah, because we had the mic shit. So it was supposed to be one per week. Then we you know we did our first two just to be nice. Mm-hmm. Missed a week because of mics. Did two last week. Now we're only doing one. This feels a lot better. So yes, I feel a is. lot more. Uh,
1: can't spread us thin now.
0: That is for Well, still a little bit, though. It was a busy week, and, and happy post-memorial day to everybody yes. as well. Uh, we didn't do much, but we had a good one.
2: Yeah.
0: We didn't do a lot of America.
2: No, we did
0: We really didn't. And <laughs> my father's an ex-Marine, and both of my older brothers are in the service. So, you know, God bless the troops. But So, what did we do
1: we went to the international grocery was that Saturday, store. Was that
0: Saturday or Sunday that we did that though? Shit, I don't know. That yeah. was Sunday.
1: Yeah, it was Sunday because on Monday we went to the pool.
0: Yes, yes. No. So Sunday we we celebrated by going to the international food store. Spending where, way too much money on Asian food. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. If, if you've listened to this before, you know Joe. She's she's half Filipino and half Irish Welsh. Euromut. thing yeah. <laughs> um, you know, mostly what that guy from Braveheart was. Um, I just claim the Filipino side. You look more Filipino than, yeah. than Irish Welsh, for sure.
1: I think more Mexican. That's what I always Well, get. per you.
0: Well, all right, not per just you, but... According to your people, yeah, the, the Panois, uh, <laughs> everyone considers y'all to be the Mexicans or of Latinos Asia.
2: So I don't, I don't know if that's a
0: knock towards Filipinos. I don't know if that's a knock towards Mexicans or a knock towards... Everybody. All I know is that every time I've heard it said, it's always been non-white people saying it, which as a white man, I find astonishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, that's really good to know. But I yeah, think we, a
1: lot of people tend to forget that like Asians have racism, too.
0: Well, and there's, it's very diversified. I think a lot of people think when they think Asians, they just think like Japanese, Chinese, and Korean. But like, when you get to like, especially like some of like the Southern Asian. Yeah. Wow, man, it gets real wonky it's down dicey. there. It's dicey. It really yes. gets dicey. It really yes, does. Yes, yes. There's, you know, and then, yeah. I mean, you could talk just about Thailand when it comes to diceyness, but we, we, that's a different episode. <laughs> yes, it <maybe>. is. <laughs> that's also my Pornhub history. But that's no, that's neither, it's neither here nor there. Um. So, yeah, so we, 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 we did that on Sunday. We, we made Memorial Day homemade ramen. Yep,
1: Filipino ramen. We did Filipino version.
0: Yes, because of what? the Tocino. To, the Tocino, which is some is some sort of pork. It was very, very good. It, mm-hmm. was, it was very awesome. And then, of course, we went to the YMCA, to the pool, and hung out and did that and had a good time. I hope all of you did as well. Hopefully um, – over the course of your Memorial Day, you, you you remember to spread the dread. Tell your friends, families, and enemies, especially your enemies, about us. <laughs> um, and, of course, uh, it's June 1st. Uh, let's ruffle some fucking feathers. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Yeah. Uh, no matter what part of the spectrum you fall under, rainbows are rad. Um, and you should enjoy them. And if you don't celebrate it, like any other thing in the country that you don't celebrate, just... Ignore it. Just ignore it, yes. Yeah. Like you do with us <laughs> a lot of people don't like us. I'm quite sure of it. The numbers reflect that. But they ignore we us. We a
1: decent amount of people out of Europe, though. I'm surprised. Where they're freer. Well, what parts <laughs> of Europe? Oh, shit. There was Bulgaria, uh Is Ireland. Bulgaria still a country? Oh, shit. That I feels like one um, of those
0: that's going to go the way of, like, Czechoslovakia at <laughs> any given moment. Like, that's going to be the next one in, like, update your maps we roulette. We had
1: Ireland. We had Germany. We had the U.K., Um, and that was it. So we have some
0: touches. Did did we not also have someone from Iran? Yes. That's...
1: That's interesting.
0: That is really interesting. Yeah. That had to... That was somebody using a VPN. That had to be somebody. (laughs) There's no fucking way anybody in Iran, unless they stumbled upon it by complete accident. They may have stumbled on it. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so, um... Yeah, hope you guys had that. Happy Pride Month, everybody! Um, happy June first. Summer's officially here. When is our Gay Pride Parade in Charlotte? I, why would I, I? A. Why would I know that?
1: I'm sorry. I was actually saying that aloud. Just thinking. It's been a minute since I've gone to one.
0: You've went to a couple of them. Yeah. Um. Uh, you You got your ass slapped by RuPaul at one. Yes, I did. That's a very what?
1: what? That's,
0: <laughs> that is. That's her. Uh, that's. Yeah, that's, that's one of Joe's bucket list things there, but I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I also, I mean, with everything, kind of all the masks stuff, lifting, yeah. who knows what it's looking like and all that other stuff. But, but either way, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, um, all four episodes are up on Apple now. Yes. All for the previous episodes. They're up on Apple now. It's still a little hit or miss it's as far wonky, as when guys. they show you're up. Gonna,
1: yeah, you're going to have to wait it out, especially with Apple Podcasts. They're having so many like issues on the back, uh, like, back end with their new like subscription service so that if you want Apple to host it like we host through Podbean, like you have to pay a subscription and they're still trying to figure out all that coding. Now, if you want to see all four episodes, you may only see one or the first two or the last two, but yeah. if you want to see all four, you actually have to hit subscribe or follow on Spread the Dread on Apple Podcast, and then you will all see all four of them in the correct order and be able to play through all of them. And for so what, what we've
0: read too that like if you do that as well, if you subscribe or follow whatever it is with Apple you like as soon as they're uploaded, you'll get your notification yep. and everything like noise. So it won't be funky for you. But if you're just if you haven't followed or subscribed or whatever on Apple, you may not see all four of them. Supposedly, uh, we set up a little fake account on our MacBook so that we could actually test it. And it worked fine once we followed or subscribed or whatever we did or whatever it's called there. Uh, so, I mean, we highly recommend you do that anyway, uh, whether you're on Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple, any of them. Make sure that you're following or subscribe because nine times out of ten, they will notify you when a new one's there. Um, a lot of them, like Podbean, I can't remember if Spotify does. I know Stitcher does as well. I know Spotify does as well. They'll automatically download them as soon as they hit, as soon as they hit that yeah. network.
1: Yeah. So you can so, listen to them offline. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So
0: so that's a good thing to do. But we are up on Apple. Um, and we're, if you
1: want more updates from us you know obviously follow us on Instagram and Facebook right we try our best to stay on there and at least do that
0: yes and and feel and talk free shit. and feel free <laughs> we're not one of those we're not one of those people uh, like people shows whatever we don't whore <laughs> up like post you know what i'm saying like yeah. maybe once twice a day at at most with us yeah so i mean i've i've been the, where like i i've enjoyed a show or something or or you know anything and I'll subs- uh, follow them or whatever on their pages and you get
1: inundated oh my god yeah. yeah
0: they will not stop fucking posting yep and I I have to leave it because I'm just like I don't this know. Fuck with my OCD. Yeah, I don't like all these the notifications. I didn't care about your first post. <laughs> I definitely didn't care about your seventh post of the day. Yeah. Uh. No. So and we're, so we don't do that. So yeah. Facebook, Instagram, spread the dread podcast. Um. The videos are up on YouTube. Yes.
1: Um. And we're working on the mirroring to bitch Shoot right yeah, now. Yes, so we've got
0: everything going. Apparently, part of the process is having to reach out to bitch Shoot. Mm-hmm. and to, do a manual to, to, check. To, yeah. So we're that's to been that done. So um who knows by the time uh, this is tuesday the 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 this, this show goes up tomorrow june 2nd they may be done then I, I i don't know it could be by the next one we'll keep you updated on the next show uh, or also facebook and instagram we'll let you know too when they're on there but they are up on youtube of course you can you know apple google spotify stitcher podbean all of them go to spreadthedreadpodcast.com and you will have links to all of our social media uh the youtube the bitshoot and any of uh, the most the,
1: popular podcast apps it's right there
0: uh, yeah i mean how many oh there's so many no i mean like even on our page there's like probably what over a dozen oh yeah yeah so you're gonna find it there yeah. um and so yeah again that's spreadthedreadpodcast.com feel free if you want to connect with us at spreadthedreadpodcast at gmail.com you can send us you Nudes. know questions <laughs> Well, <laughs> yes. And Good since nudes. It's, well, no, you know what? Since it's Pride Month, send anything. Yeah. Any nudes you want to. Maybe maybe I'll learn something about myself.
2: <laughs> you know, or maybe
0: I'll finally admit something about myself <laughs> that I've known all along. <laughs> and you'll destroy mine and Joe's relationships and break the hearts of two little boys. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, so that's it. Yeah. Um, I have to tell you, I went back and listened to episodes three and four. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode three was Junko Faruda. Episode four was Tortures and Executions Part One. I actually enjoy. I enjoyed listening to the Tortures and Execution episode far more than I did actually recording, recording it. it. <laughs> um, so yeah, if if there's one episode that we've done so far that I would suggest to everyone, a, it's got the best sound quality. Like we're we're slowly but surely getting our shit together on that front. Oh yeah. Uh, but the Tortures and Executions Part One episode. That's a blast. It was really gross. Uh, Joe gets to use all of her schooling and all that stuff, which uh everybody at home right now, I don't care if you're driving or whatever you're doing, take your hands off of the wheel, take your hands off of the child you're feeding. Uh if you're wiping your butt, probably keep doing that. But give a small round of applause today Joe went in for her orientation to start her RN program Yay. uh coming up in uh
1: It's official, y'all.
0: Yeah, that's going that starts in August, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, but we have to do like these like boot camp classes in like three or four weeks. And that'll happen once weekly via zoom meetings up until August 18th when I'm officially in class.
0: So get ready. Her, her medical (laughs) observations of the fucked up things we talked about. They're just going to get worse and worse and worse. Uh, So we have that to look forward to. Um, Did we, we covered everything, didn't we? Yep. We're done. We we covered everything Smooth a little bit sailing. quicker than, than usual. We're almost at the 11-minute mark. So, as we do with every episode, uh, our horror pick of the week, Joe. What's our horror pick of the week? It's spring. Spring. Now, that's a very... I'm sure there's probably like 38 movies named that. Yeah. Spring was made in 2014. It's classified. And, and honestly, it's a funky classification, but it so perfectly fits this film a romantic body horror oh, film.
1: Oh yeah, I've read that somewhere. And I, yeah, it's fucking perfect.
0: That's such a great. I, this movie is 2014. It's beautiful movie, uh, directed by Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. If you don't know who these two guys are, oh. they've done uh, the Endless. Yep. Oh man, uh, the Cabin. What was that? Oh, I can't remember. But it was <laughs> it's fed off of the Endless. Uh, but but these guys are fantastic and all their stuff is sci-fi kind of horror. They're really
1: fucking brilliant. Really? They, they
0: they are absolutely, uh, resolution was the one that was in the cabin. Uh, Mm. then the endless fantastic synchronic actually just came out. I think it's on Netflix, but I forget. I think it's Anthony Mackie, the dude who plays Falcon in the Avengers movie. He's in that one. That's their newest one. Um, but spring is is so so freaking good it stars Lou Taylor Pucci and uh, Nadia Hilker Lou Taylor Pucci is one of those if you if you watch a bunch of movies I did not know his name but as soon as I saw him I recognized him from like a bunch of other shit. Mm. Um, but he was uh, great in this uh, th- this film is about Evan a young man who travels to Italy and elopes with a woman named Louise who unbeknownst to him harbors a dangerous secret now again we, we don't review no. We're just suggesting. Uh, now, this one is mostly in English. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's set in Italy, so you got some Italian in there and all that stuff. But
1: and the chick, uh, what was her name again?
0: Uh, uh, well, her name in the movie is Louise, but uh, Nadia Hilker is the one who Nadia plays. Nadia Hilker.
1: Her. So I can say this: uh, very beautiful woman, but she's got that classic, like next door. Kind of like beauty to her, and she does. she's and she's an amazing actress.
0: She's actually in The Walking Dead too. It says yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't kept up with that for a while, but apparently she's been on there for a minute. Yeah, uh, but yeah, she was
1: part of the last group to join in with Rick Grimes's group before the actor Rick Grimes left the show. Okay. Um, yeah, so she has an accent in the show, and she's with the deaf, uh, the two deaf people. So yeah, that might help some people. But yeah, she's the one with the funny accent.
0: Got gotcha, you, gotcha. mm-hmm. Now we did actually, we we did, I we did some due diligence on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, we, usually we say, Good hey, job on you, Go- Google fucking streaming. We <laughs> own it. We all any of the movies we we suggest, we think you should own them. You should always own physical if you can. Yes. But if you're not going to get in, we're not getting in that argument with you. <laughs> Currently, as of January first, it is streaming on Tubi amazon prime as well as hulu now tubi you have to have no subscription they do have some commercial breaks almost like watching it on youtube but tubi's awesome they Mm -hmm. don't they don't do too many of the commercial breaks that get on your nerves and stuff like that but
1: yeah it's not like trying to watch something free on voodoo right and the
0: great the great thing about this one too is that it 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 takes a minute to get to what you sense the shit going on and you sense it's going on and then it just whammo, like falls in your lap, and again another great stuff with body horror. I believe there was one scene where they did have some CGI. Yeah,
1: uh,
0: and
1: it, I like it if it's an acoutrement. But, over, yeah.
0: but overall, it was mostly uh, practical effect yes. and stuff like that. Mm. But. Yeah, spring 2014, uh, written and directed by Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. You can find that on Tubi, Amazon Prime, Hulu. That is the Spread the Dread podcast horror pick of the week. This is one of Joe's favorites, one of mine favorites. We may watch it after recording this. I know, right? I'm really, yeah, yeah, I'm really... No, actually,
1: now I want to watch the the newest one since it's up on Netflix. We we own it. I bought it. Oh, shit. I
0: actually think that uh, I pre-ordered it through Amazon. Mm. And it got sent. As I said, when we did Color Out of Space, which is episode three or four, I was like, yeah, it's one of the- for a long
1: time before we even watched it.
0: Yeah. yeah I, I'm pretty sure Synchronic is sitting in my Blu-ray collection right now with the wrapping still on it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. We need to definitely get to that. So, yeah. uh, yep. The spring, 2014, that's the Spread the Dread pick of the week. And um, yeah. Ready to get into the episode? Yeah. Let's get into the episode.
1: So, this episode, we bring you John Edward Robinson.
0: What's that? Well, I think it may be on the title. No, it's not because we keep the title cards nice and classy. I know. Uh, but th- yeah, this guy, The Internet Slave Master. Sounds like some kind of shitty early 90s fucking <laughs> FPS game. That like you the would Lawnmower
1: look. Man, like of the 80s? That's oh, actually yeah. what it reminded me of. <laughs>
0: Oh, God, that was an awful fucking movie. I
1: forgot the actor's name, sorry, but I used was, to kind of have a crush a on him. It was a bad
0: movie. It, the graphics are so fucking... They don't hold up. Oh, my God. But
1: who's the actor in that? Because I always found him hot as
0: shit. In The Lawnmower Man? Yeah. Was that... That wasn't the one with Matt Frewer, was No, he was Matt's no. headroom. No, not him. Uh, was Liam Neeson in one? No. Not no. Uh, uh, no, no. Oh, my God. I can't think of his name. I'm struggling right now, and I think I bumped my mic while I was pissed off, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, he was in Event Horizon. No, I'm um, Sam Neill's the one I'm thinking of. I don't fucking I, you know what I haven't seen it. You know what? I'm gonna look that up. You all right? So <laughs> get into John Edward. Ro- okay, before we go anywhere, I, I'd like to bring this up. Why is it that if the serial killers white, which most of them are, folks, that's you know if uh, my 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 fellow blacks. <laughs> Browns, yellows, Asians, whatever you could say. You want a good thing that you can factually always hit white people with. White folks are serial killers. Absolutely. Yep. And nine times out of ten, we're the ones diddling the yeah. kids. Yep. Yep. That's as a white man, I'll admit it. I'm not diddling kids. I ain't killing motherfuckers. So I could say it but loud and proud. I'm clear of it and I'll join in with you. But yeah,
1: statistically speaking, if you look at like You know, because obviously we do our research. But if you look at the long, long, long fucking list of serial killers, yeah, they're fucking white.
0: Well, not only that, but why is it? It seems like the worst ones always go by three names. I think,
1: honestly, they just do that on purpose. Because this guy always went by, like, just John Robinson or a.k.a. John Osborne. And
0: and I I get that, but, like, I wonder what makes them pick versus, like, just the first and last name or all three. Because, like, you know Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, Ed Gein. But then there's John Wayne Gacy, mm-hmm. Henry Lee Lucas, mm-hmm. uh, this guy, John Edward Robinson, you know, Ted, you know, uh, not Ted Bundy, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm-hmm. So I wonder what makes everybody, what what makes them decide to be, to like, to like do that. I wonder if they're just like. Maybe
1: it's because the, the names are so white bread that that's it's what a I, common that's, name. That's what
0: I've got to sit there and think. Because like if like, I don't know, like if John Gacy's middle name was, you know, Alexander or Theodore. Yeah. They may not do it, but like John Wayne Gacy, that sounds like a serial killer. Yeah. Like that sounds like a, that sounds like a yeah. white know, guy I mean, that John is up to Edward? no good.
1: I mean, this guy's like, like that's like really white bread name.
0: It, yeah, it really is. Um, I don't think that, okay, so I looked it up. Oh my God, that guy? Yes. Holy when he was younger, shit. I
1: used to have a huge crush on him. So I was
0: way off. Uh, the, sorry, we're back to the Lawnmower Man now, guys. <laughs> I mean, this is welcome to. I, we I got did, a really weird taste We are then. all over. Yeah, well, I want to <laughs> knock you for that because of this guy's picture. But at the same time, you're wearing a ring I gave you. So <laughs> I don't want to fucking say too much about it. Uh, Jeffrey David Fahey. Yes. That yes! sounds like a serial killer name. <laughs> That's why they listed it on his wiki page right here. Uh, yeah, so he was the guy that was in Lawnmower Man. Um, that Joe thinks is hot. You know what's funny? And I'm going to call his name, even though I doubt it. Our, our old friend, Matt Corson. This guy's from Olean, oh. New York.
2: Oh, shit. We know some
0: people from Olean, New York. Yeah. And I said his fucking name. I don't care. And Matt, if you're listening to this, we love you. We miss you. You should come down and visit us <laughs> or something like that. Anyway, all right. So, so back to... John Edward Robinson, the internet slave master. Joe, you, you always do this so well. Break down a little bit of the facts about him for us. All
1: right, can do. So he's also known as John Osborne, well, not just. The, yeah, so. When, that's when, one of his aliases. Right, so yeah. so. yeah,
0: so when we're doing fish and we're like, oh, the werewolf of Wisteria, <laughs> the boogeyman, what was the other one? The moon? Oh, what was it? Oh, shit. It was something about the moon man or some shit I know, like that. I know. Uh, it was an awful, lame one. Uh, yes. But yeah, so then when we were looking at this guy's aliases, I was like, John Osborne? Yeah. What? And th- so then we go down later, and it's not like a criminal nickname. It was literally an alias he yes, used. Yes, so, So,
1: yeah. Um, but he's also known as the Internet's first serial killer.
0: And what was his... He, we, we say the Internet Slave Master because that's... His handle online was always Slave Master. Yep. Uh, yeah, the Internet's first serial killer... Uh, why is he known as that, Joe?
1: Oh, because he was the first one. He started using the basic chat rooms to lure people to him and kill right.
0: them. Right. He he ruined lure, MS Chat Lord, for all lure. of us. Lure.
1: Sorry. Mispronounced that, what? I think. <laughs> I think I mispronounced that. What did you say? I think I said lure. I, I, is lured? That kind of, lured.
0: Lord. I don't Lord. Lord is <laughs> what Jesus is. <laughs> Lured is he lured them to. Lured. There we go. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I she, know. You're going to work in an ER and people are going to die. Uh, yeah. So, but he didn't start doing his killings no. before. It so, was prior this, to that. this motherfucker. All right. And this is one thing you have to understand. Like, and, and if you're watching or listening to this or whatever, if you've seen the picture, this motherfucker. He literally looks like a can of Pillsbury biscuits came to fucking life yeah. and wore glasses. Dumpty Dumpty. He is, yeah, well, he's not even, well, he's not he's even so dumpy
1: much f- looking in the face. Like he, everything, his, fa- his face was really fat when he was younger, and all of his facial features were really, really, really smushed together and close together. Yeah, in the middle it's of like his if, face.
0: if a thing of mashed potatoes gained sentience <laughs> and put on some really shitty fucking polyester pants and like, you know, those Lacoste polos, not the cool <laughs> ones nowadays, the ones your grandfather used to wear and shit back. <laughs> <laughs> and they were polyester too. Uh, but dude, this guy must have been like the smoothest fucking criminal when it came to talking because yeah. I'm not going to spoil it, but yeah. So this guy's like a chameleon, though. He adapted. Mm-hmm. He he adapted to the internet lifestyle and used it for his own twisted fucking gain. Yeah. So so give us some of his uh his you know date of birth, all that other good stuff.
1: Okay, so he's born December twenty seventh, nineteen forty three, in Cicero, Illinois. Um, he's actually still alive in Yay. El Dorado Correctional
0: Facility in El Dorado, Kansas. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm glad he's still alive. You know, <laughs> that's. And you're, you're we're gonna get into that too. Jesus Christ! So, all right. So now you're you're originally what part of Illinois were you originally from? I'm
1: from sub, Southern Illinois. So, um, is
0: Cicero, where's Cicero near?
1: Cicero, I have no idea. I think that's up near Chicago.
0: Oh, I thought you. I'm thinking of Cairo was the one that you were familiar with. Yeah, that's you
1: no, know, that's like almost on the state line of Illinois, like Southern Illinois. Yeah. Oh, like
0: that in Kentucky. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That was that was the first time I realized that Paducah really existed was when we drove up there. <laughs> And we went to that really funky buffet, and we
1: always pronounced it Cairo, not Cairo.
0: Okay, yeah, but it spelled like the same city in Egypt. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so let's uh, let's oh man, let's get into this lumpy fucks early life here. Joe, uh, he was born in Cicero, Illinois, as yep. you stated, uh, the middle child of five. So he was uh, lucky number three, or unlucky number three, as we'll call it. Uh, he was uh, his. Uh, this is literally. We we looked at Wiki. We we found a, a massive archive that was like I don't know if it was like a term paper or some or shit. Something. It was yeah. ridiculous that we dug through on this dude. It was great. Uh it, yeah, it really was. Maybe we'll put the link in the description so that you guys can see it to cite it and stuff like that as well. But, uh, literally in, in in everything we read, all they described his parents as was an alcoholic father and a disciplinary mother. Mm-hmm. So she had them. She had them strong hands. <laughs> And I imagine, like, his dad would have, too, if he wasn't too drunk, pissing himself in the fucking Lazy Boy, you know, that he would have done it, too. But, I, so, when I first read that, and I, I bet when you did, too, I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, here we go. Here's the startup of why this motherfucker's his way. But there's really no information about him growing up. No, that's it. So, it's just like, oh, you know, his, his mother was kind of stern and his dad drank a lot, but... There's no real history of, like, abuse or any of this other shit.
1: No, and that's the other thing is, like, where they're talking about in, like, 57 at the age of 14, he became an Eagle Scout. That's kind of, like, a normal thing for a kid during childhood. So I'm like, okay, his father wasn't so smashed and his mother wasn't so much of a fucking disciplinary cunt. That he didn't have, like, you know, yeah. some normal childhood stuff. Right,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, and literally, when we were reading about, like, his early life and stuff like that, it, it really, they're just like, oh, yeah, he was number three of five. His dad drank and pissed himself. Uh, his mom <laughs> would go upside that fucking head with, like, a fly swatter if he so much as coughed out a turn. And then, boom, he's 14. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. But, yeah, so, yeah, and you brought this up, uh, 1957, at the age of 14, he became an Eagle Scout, so, this was really fucking interesting because when I was trying to find pictures of him, I kept getting things that said John Edward Robinson, Judy Garland. Yep. And I was like, okay, now, for anyone who doesn't know or remember Judy Garland, that's that's Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Okay. So and that's what I was thinking, and I was when I was reading, I was like, all right. So is there like another John Edward Robinson? Like was he like a composer or some shit? Like I don't know <laughs> a lot about the Wizard of Oz. Like he did he direct the motherfucker? Like you know, so because that's that's a white ass name. Yeah. Like seriously, yeah. like I guarantee you, a bunch of you guys, a bunch of y'all know a John Robinson. I bet a few it's of you know a John you Edward pic- Robinson.
1: It's funny when you Google his pictures, like two
0: other preachers come up with that same exact name. No, yeah. Oh, dude. That <laughs> anyway. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So. Um, he is reported to have traveled to London with the Boy Scouts as an Eagle Scout at the age of fourteen uh, to perform for Queen Elizabeth II. That's the that's the bitch that is still alive. Philip's dead. Finally, quote unquote quote alive. Yeah, well, <laughs> we, we, we'll get into them conspiracy ones <laughs> later on. The old the old reptilian queen bitch. Uh, but the funny thing of it is, is that there's there's actual pictures of him. I guess he was part of a chorus of scouts or something. Singing at the Palladium. I don't know what that is, uh, but the thing told me I should capitalize it. So it's like an (laughs) official building or whatever. And then... There was a bunch of witnesses that I guess Judy Garland was participating in the event as well. Yeah,
1: she was a t- she was in attendance and she was chatting with John Edward Robinson right. during it, and that's what you get the picture of. It's so there is a, a picture of him. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, okay. See, I didn't see. Oh, I yeah. never because I always thought it was the wrong thing. Like if I clicked on it, so I, I didn't even know that there was an actual. Yeah. Picture no. A of lot
1: it. of every single time I saw that picture show up in like Google Images, like I went and tracked it back down, like cl- clicking on the article. Sure enough, that was about him.
0: Right. Well, see, that's back when the scouts was like a big ass deal. Like that was not anymore. Right. Right. So. So. Yeah. So. So he he legit did that. He legit, and that's the other thing. I mean, like, I I used to be in scouts and we did trips. You know, not, not nothing to there, but I mean, the scouts didn't pay for me to go on those fucking trips. Yeah. My parents had to fucking pay. So I I don't think that even with I wouldn't imagine even with him being an eagle scout which at 14. I don't know how it was back then, but getting it at 14 back when I was in it that's fucking impressive. Yeah. Um so I mean, they were providing money and I mean provide, you know what I'm saying? Like he apart from his dad being drunk all the fucking time, like I said his mom, you know, willing to go upside dad his head. Ass. Yeah, that, <laughs> he, he had pretty much an all-American, I mean literally like Fucking leave it to Beaver upbringing. Yeah, you know, which even when Beaver's From dad out, got home, he needed, he needed that fucking Scotch. We really don't know how right. it was
1: because we couldn't find the information. It could have been hell on wheels. We but but don't really but ag- know.
0: But again, it was almost like um, who was it? Like when we were talking about D- uh, Dimitri and Natalia Baksheev, they had a lot of de- they had a lot of s- spots in their lives that didn't have details. But then there was a lot of other details. And we were like, you know, uh, with a lot of these people, once they become this infamous thing, you know, this larger than life character, once they're found out for their crimes and all that stuff, people start really fucking digging. You know, that's a yeah. big thing. I mean, fuck, we're obsessed with it. A lot of people are obsessed with this shit. And generally, if they can't find anything from that point, it wasn't there's a, nothing no. to yeah. find. You yeah. know, and so that's what we at least have to, uh, to figure here. Um, later that same year, 1957, uh, he's, he's, back from London his uh, you know his dad's still peeing himself mom's still hitting him but he's got that goddamn <laughs> eagle badge and he met fucking Dorothy um, he enrolls at the Quigley Preparatory Seminary in Chicago Illinois what is that Joe
1: it's uh, it's a private school for aspiring priests Ooh. yeah
0: could you imagine I mark this right now <laughs> listen to this episode then imagine this motherfucker with one of them collars. That the priest all get and his own little private touching booth at the back of the church near the candles, <laughs> it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. But go on and tell us why and it got dark. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, luckily, he dropped out after a year um, due to disciplinary issues.
0: Which again, I find funny because he had a disciplinary mom. Yep. So I, you know, so I'm starting to wonder, like maybe, maybe you know, Mrs. Robinson. Had to fucking keep that pimp hand strong on him, because, I mean, even the priest over there, you know, or... Like, this fair, young man is, is rotten. Yeah, to be fair, he may not have cooperated with some of their more lurid demands. If you know what I'm saying. Uh Now I've got Mrs. Robinson stuck in my head. That fucking... What is that? Is that Simon Garfunkel? And cheers to you, Mrs. Robinson. I don't know. I sing that, like, fucking... uh Oh, what's the fucking folk dude's name. Bob Dylan. God damn it. I'm going to get skewered. Why didn't you know that from the get-go? Because we're not fans of Bob Dylan. I'm really not. I like his son more than him. He's a yeah. good songwriter. His voice is fucking funky. Yeah, fucking rock-on yeah. wallflowers. Anyway, we're showing our age. Go on. Yep. Here we go. <laughs> uh, so he dropped out after a year due to disciplinary issues. Uh, then we don't hear anything for the next four years, basically. In yep. 1961, he's 18.
1: 18. Yep. Um, he's uh, enrolled at Morton Junior College to be a, uh, an x-ray technician. Yep. But again, drops out after two years.
0: it well, made it two. Years on this one doesn't yeah. say why he dropped out. He just dropped out.
1: Yeah, um, there's a lot of speculation. He just was a person that was incapable of attaching himself to like a, like long term projects. Like he had more. I guess he he was more of a talker than a doer was what a lot of people said in the interviews.
0: Well, his his uh, his his uh, police report would certainly suggest that that is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure obviously, to be this kind of the kind of person he is or was or turned out to be, I would I would imagine here put that that bachelor's in psych. <laughs> that's a lot of narcissistic tendencies there. Oh, absolutely. So do you think maybe it was a lot of like him being like. I'm I, don't, I know I know this already
1: yes like, like, yeah exactly like I can you know this is so simple I can pretty much fumble my way through this job right but right.
0: two years i I know how to deal with radioactive machines at this point I don't need some guy I know how to give
1: infant x-rays which actually <laughs> was what caught him
0: up Oh, was dealing with the infants? Yep,
1: because he didn't know the, the he kn- didn't know how to position them because obviously they don't know to hold their breath. You know, there's certain things that he would have been taught in school, and a lot of the hospitals like, "What the fuck? Like this guy should know this. This is basic," and he didn't know it.
0: Yeah, well, uh, and I didn't
1: put that in the notes. It was actually just kind of like I said when I was doing the research, I was reading that.
0: Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, so, so he he drops out of that. Uh, so that would have been 1963. Yep. When he drops out, so at this point he's 20. Yep. Um I don't know if the Vietnam War was going on, but most most guys around this, you know, back in them, them days, they would drop down, they wouldn't go kill somebody. Yeah. Uh he didn't. He uh, he fucking moved to Kansas City, Kansas. <laughs> uh that fucking hub of awesomeness. <laughs> and if you live there today, come at me. <laughs> I mean, I know you guys got Google Fiber out there like I think that was like the hub of it was out in Kansas for some fucking reason. He also met Dorothy and then moved to Kansas.
1: Interesting. Very I didn't put that en- together. I, uh, you know what? I
0: bet Julie Garland and the Queen <laughs> did some, from some of that fucking satanic shit to him yeah. or something <laughs> Just just really made him, just fucking flipped one of them switches mm-hmm. of code word like... Uh, Oh, one of those like uh, I can't think. of It was like fuck. the Manchurian
1: Candidate kind of shit.
0: Something like that, yeah, yeah, or like where they're like they're like brainwashed and they don't know it. So then, like one day, he's just going down the street and a motherfucker's wearing some red Converse, and suddenly, like his eyes twitch and he completely switches over to the. Oh, I the know what you're talking about. Yeah, I just whatever. can't remember MK the term. Ultra. There, shit. We, there we go. go. Yeah. Uh, but but sorry, we're getting off on there. So in 1964. Uh, he, at this point, he's now uh, 21. Yes. Uh, moves to Kansas City, Kansas. There, he meets uh, Nancy Joe Lynch. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get married, and they end up having four kids. John Jr., born in 1965. He Kimberly, just got at it. Huh? He,
1: they just got at it
0: <laughs> a year later. Just, just boom, kids. Just, just straight. I mean, what the fuck else are you going to do in Kansas I, when you are when you don't have a degree in x-ray technicianry? <laughs> You know, from fucking the illustrious Morton Jr. College. That might be a really good universe. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, uh, John Jr. was born in 65. Uh, Kimberly in 67. And he had the twins, Christopher and Christine, in 1971. So now we're going to start getting into really it, the, the early crimes that, that, that paved the way for, for John Edward Robinson. Um, so now, as we said earlier... He dropped out after two years of studying x-ray technician. How long does that degree usually take?
1: I, I thought it was only two years. I, I thought it was only two. Maybe back then it was more because the machine machines like, were much more complicated. And they were, and they were using
0: real fucking plutonium. <laughs> just shoving you know, it up somebody's yeah. ass. There's an entire semester just on how to properly put fucking lead aprons on. Because they were like, this will fuck you up. <laughs> this Literally, as that, we figured. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Uh, so... Just because, you know, this John Edward Robinson is a fucking American is what he is. And he's a Midwestern American. And like a and I can say this as a Southeastern American. Hold on to your tits when an American from the Midwest says, God damn it, I can. <laughs> so what John Edward Robinson said is I don't need your fucking degree. And he still got jobs as an x-ray technician, ladies and gentlemen, and everything beyond and in between. Again, happy Pride Month. This motherfucker. Joe was somewhat (laughs) nuking people in doctor's offices without the proper fucking credentials to do so just. So he got the job, uh, with fake credentials. Yes. And, uh, there was what was it? Uh, there was the coworker you were talking about the, with the infant. Yeah. Coworkers noted he had no idea what he was doing. Yeah,
1: they had to retrain him on the job, and they're yeah. like, he should have learned this in school. Why does he fucking not know how to do this?
0: Which it fucks with Red me flag. because I'm like, all right, at what point do you go? Okay, he doesn't know what he's doing. We'll teach him. No, <laughs> no. no,
1: start calling up the colleges. No. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, he, the college that he went to. Uh, the Morton one, I mean, I'm sure it was in Illinois. You know, I, I don't think we have the exact city. Uh, you're in Kansas City. Even if you fucking sent them a letter, yeah. you would probably have a response within two weeks. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But no, everybody's just like, yeah. I mean, but we've all been there. Well, we've had someone on usually that was like above us rank-wise, and then we're like, this motherfucker or motherfuckette doesn't have any goddamn clue what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. And, What is everyone else around you? I don't have time to realize that I hired a completely worthless person. Make them work. Train them. Yeah. We've all been there, folks. We technically trained our fucking superior, and that's what happened with the uh, x-ray place he was doing. Joe, some people reported he even had fake diplomas. Oh, yeah. On the walls of his office.
1: Oh, yeah. This is where he started trying to, you know, kind of hone hone his skill of forgery. Yeah. No, and he had a shit ton of diplomas on the walls as
0: an x-ray technician. Again, again, though, a shit ton of of diplomas. And at this point, we're getting towards the end of the 60s. He went to college in 61 at the age of 18. So at this point, we're at the late 60s. He's only in his early to mid-20s. Exactly. I like to imagine that he had, like, a fucking doctorate from, like, Johns Hopkins. And, like, he like he he actually could not, with the age he was, have physically or scientifically or metaphysically done everything to get all these degrees. But, like, there they were, just yeah. hanging up there. And, like, some of the dates overlapped. They're like, I see you were, you know, at Harvard the same time you were at Berkeley. Yeah. <laughs> Those are two different coasts, <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, 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 but like, but that's But that's the thing is, dude, like, the motherfucker had a smooth tongue.
1: He had a smooth tongue. I mean, that's indicative of a narcissist.
0: Yeah, yeah, he talked his way into using an x-ray machine. You were talking about like when he got caught up was using it on children and infants. Yeah. Because he didn't know how to properly
1: position them, he didn't know how to interact with them to get them, you know, um, into frame correctly. You know, and again, this is hardcore fucking machinery back in the day. There's like, some
0: people rolling around Kansas City with some funky ass lumps on their body because of him, John Edward Robinson, because he them their decided first to hold X-ray. the button down too long. Yeah, he's just like <laughs> that oh, wasn't no. right click. Oh, it's press and hold. <laughs> I thought it was press and release. Okay, and so oh, they're supposed to wear the lead apron. I thought that was for me. Or telling a two-month-old, hold your breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Really? Yeah, she's smart. She she can do that. Uh, So this leads to his first arrest in 1969. Yep,
1: so this is where he gets caught for embezzling $33,000 from the medical (laughs) practice of Dr. Wallace Graham, which I found out is a former personal physician of Harry S. Truman. And he did all this embezzling within six months.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So what they were talking about that, like he embezzled it so quickly, uh, that he basically like the, 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 what brought it to the attention of Wallace, Dr. Wallace Graham was the fact that when it came time to give Christmas bonuses out, Suddenly at that point, he decided to be like, all right, we're going to do this. And whoever was running his books went, no, no, we're not. Uh, if you want to give them a Christmas bonus, you might as well, I don't know, start giving them bricks out of the building. Cause we ain't going to be here in January. And he goes, what the fuck? Yeah. And so that trips them up. So yeah, the dude embezzled. And I mean, again, that's back then money. Yeah. That's 1969 money. You know, you could at least double that now, maybe even close to tripling it. I don't know how the economy works. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. he That'd he, probably cl- be closer to, like, four to five times. Really?
1: Yeah. yeah. You think so? so you got to think about, like, how cheap gas was back then. And, you know, a lot of households could still, you know, suffice easily off of, like, a single person working in the household for, like, four or five kids. Like, eh. It's that generation.
0: Okay. Yeah. Fair play. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> While the employees were being told they weren't going to get Christmas bonuses this year, despite the fact that they had been... This fucker
1: was bragging. He was bragging
0: about his newly purchased ranch and lakefront property. Now...
1: Uh, That's some elbows to the ribs. That, I don't know. I, I would whoop somebody's ass.
0: I bet he was just like, "Hey, hey, hey fuck y'all." Like, you yeah. know, I got I
1: deserve it because yes, I'm better than cause you. Cuz I'm
0: John Edward goddamn Robinson. Yep, that's exactly and what they say. I'm a Midwesterner with a fucking attitude. Uh so so he he did that, but he only got probation, probation for it. Yeah. And apparently, like, he kind of smooth-talked during the whole hearing and shit, promised to, like, pay it back and all this other stuff. (laughs) So he, like, swindled a judge, all these other people, and even the guy he stole $33,000 from was like, you know what, he stole $33,000, but now I believe him. Yeah, This guy (laughs) learned his lesson. Have you seen the pictures of him with Dorothy?
1: (laughs) That's just gullible.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's just absolute idiocy. Um. So then he gets in trouble again in 1970.
1: Yes, and this is actually because he violated probation by moving back to back to Chicago without permission, um, and this is where he got a job as an in, at an insurance company called R. B. Jones Company, of so, no relation to me.
0: Well, maybe it's in Illinois. I know, but yeah. there's a fuckload of Jones rolling exactly. around. Exactly, I, I imagine the entire globe, but certainly America.
1: Well, my lineage on my dad's side is more uh, Kentucky and Illinois.
0: Are right, you gonna claim, you're gonna claim Kentucky? I am. I mean, apart from the horse racing and their chicken,
1: it's just the Bradshaw and Joneses all throughout that area. It's something I have to claim. <laughs>
0: fair, fair play, fair play. Uh, so yeah, so he he moved back, decided to get a job selling insurance because. I mean, can you think, I mean, I, I, it was either that or used car salesman with his experience, but I bet he sold the fuck out of some fucking insurance with that that fucking smooth operator vibe of his going and down And it makes me there.
1: feel funny when he say that, because my dad sold insurance, like in the 80s and people, 90s, and he knocking, was really good at it. I'm not it.
0: knocking people who could do it, but, you know, everybody's opinions, including my own, about insurance aside... Hmm. You still got to be kind of slick to fucking yeah. do the same thing with a car. Like, not just because you're a good used car salesman doesn't mean you sold me a shitty car.
1: Yeah, but you know you're just good at your damn job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm
0: not. I'm not saying it to knock at that, but now this motherfucker, I'm sure yeah. was doing some some just some shysty shit. Oh uh, yeah, seventy one uh, arrested for embezzling. From said insurance company. Yep. This motherfucker loved to embezzle. <laughs> he, that was his fucking it's money
1: he deserved. You know, he, he was wasn't entitled getting paid, to He that. wasn't
0: getting paid enough. All the <laughs> infants that, you know, left here with three testicles when they only came in with two. That's a gift. I should be getting bonuses. They're not doing that for me. I earned this money. Uh, so, yeah, he, he's arrested for embezzling from the insurance company. Ordered back to Kansas City where his probation was... Only extended. They just gave him probation. Again, he's still talking his way out of some fucking jail time. Like I couldn't imagine if I stole $33,000 today. And again, let's remember how far $33,000 went in 1969 versus 2021. Yeah. I'm going to jail. Like maybe not cuz I don't but have that, any priors. You have to think about
1: the time though. And at that time there wasn't a lot of cross border communications. So, you know, paperwork was in house. It's not like they had an internet database where they could pull his name be like, "Oh, you fucked up in Kansas City. Oh, and now you done fucked up in Chicago. Oh, you're going down." I think
0: fig- I mean, I don't think he should have been able to violate probation. I just figured the motherfucker, I mean, well again, I mean even if they put him on house arrest, he just fucking bounced and then yeah. Went there, so uh, yeah, so that happened, he only, and that was 1971, again, just had his probation extended. Uh, now we're into 1975. Mm-hmm,
1: and uh, his probation is extended again, following arrest for securities fraud and mail fraud in connection with a phony medical consulting <laughs> company he formed in Kansas City. So, like, the shit gets thicker. Like, the, he gets better and better at being a shitty person.
0: Oh yeah, no. He is honing his yeah, fucking craft yeah. at this point. Like yeah. if he would have, if he would have actually put his effort into something decent, exactly. who knows? Like we may have, we may all be rocking J. E. Robinson computers right now. Exactly. Like who fucking knows? Now. But no, he was just like, fuck that. I'm gonna be shysty. No,
2: it's a I'm shit. an Eagle
0: Scout. I fucking I earned this. Like it, that's why I say the the level of narcissism because we. I mean, it, you know, I whether you believe it's true or not, cause I don't fucking know the kid, but you know, a lot of the most successful people didn't do well in high school, didn't do good in college or didn't even go, you know, they just, they just could, they just weren't made for that shit, but they had really brilliant minds and, and put it towards something they were passionate about and boom, you know, you get windows and shit like that. But, no, he was like, my passion is committing fraud and embezzling and using radioactive materials around infants with whimsy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and, with, uh, with foolish disregard right right, right. <laughs> um so yeah so yeah so he 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 was uh he but but was he arrested then or was that just more probation in 75 it was
1: just extended probation was extended that was God. it and so during this he was portraying still yeah the perfect all-american dad he was a scout master creepy he was, i know baseball coach
0: creepy a
1: Sunday school teacher.
0: Ding, 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 <laughs> exactly. ding. Exactly. I am really surprised that we... Uh, d- to t- t- There's no kid diddling. Yeah. He didn't diddle kids. So I don't know, you know.
1: Maybe he had a line.
0: He had a threshold. I guess everybody has that one... You know what I'm saying? They're like meatloaf. Like, they'll do anything for embezzlement, but they won't do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll do anything for medical insurance fraud. Not that. <laughs> I draw a line there. Um... I, God damn it! Now I want to, I want to eat meatloaf. Not this singer because he's fat, and I bet that's just seasoned quite well. <laughs> uh, but I want to eat some meatloaf and listen to some meatloaf now. Uh, so that was yeah, seventy five. So I guess that like it, he was able to keep all this shit under wraps from most people because he was just getting probation. Exactly. Because I mean, he, everyone was buying this front of you know John Robinson, the fucking the, the cool, the fucking. Man, you know he's this—he's this great guy and yeah. shit like that. And that is of year,
1: kind of. Yeah. Meanwhile,
0: he's hitting the fucking court every goddamn yeah. year and talking his way out of fucking more and more jail time.
1: Yeah, but it all catches up to him in '77. So, okay, so what happened in '77? So he gets onto the board of directors of a local charity. He did this. <laughs> I'm sure
0: he lied to do that. Oh yeah, you know it. I don't think he even knew the truth. And it was like, actually—I
1: found out it was a charity for disabled. So that's even more fucked up. So, again, another layer of shit.
0: I bet he you, you think that he was his eventually, he was going to start, like, scraping a little money off the top of this shit, too. I know, right? Yeah, exactly. You got to be, got to be. So he gets- The John <laughs> Edward Robinson that I know and love <laughs> wouldn't let any disabled kids get in the way of a good embezzlement.
1: <laughs> um, so here... Uh, He forged a bunch of letters from the executive director of the charity to the mayor of Kansas City and from the mayor to other civic leaders commending himself for his volunteer efforts and other uh, charitable contributions. All right, so hold on. We we got to break this down because
0: he's posing as people that that are posing as people. This is a fuck. Okay, so he, Robinson is pretending to be the executive director of the charity and writing forged letters to the mayor of Kansas City. Yes. Okay, so he's writing the letters, sending those to the mayor. He's also, Mr. Robinson, is also pretending to be the mayor and writing letters forging as the mayor to civic leaders in and around the community. And these letters from the quote-unquote mayor, who's actually Mr. Robinson, is... Telling all these civic leaders how great of a guy Mr. Robinson is. Exactly.
1: <laughs> okay, so now this is a little bit of tidbit information that I did read on several articles uh, regarding Robinson. That's, is that that's he, good, clean fun, though. That, that is. The one thing
0: that he's done that's kind of <laughs> fucked up, that's hilarious. Like, I, that would be hilarious. Sorry, go ahead. So,
1: But his forgery is so bad because he would misspell people's names that it was coming from. Like he, it was like, he, so he, would who, like miss,
0: he would like say I'm the mayor and then would like spell mayor M-A-Y-E-R. Yeah, exactly. You know, essentially. Like this, John Mayer. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so
1: yeah, essentially. So that, I mean, it was like these really idiotic screw ups, but he was such a narcissist. It right. still yeah. went out.
0: Missing the, the fine, the easy details. The The, details details. Is the stuff the, you know, what was it like the, like the serial killers who get caught for the, the dumb shit. Yes. they get caught for their crime. They get caught for something else, like an unpaid parking ticket. And then they bring him in and they're like. Oh, wait, this is the fucking killer, too. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, though. Okay,
1: so in our notes, it says eventually led him to being named the organization's man of the year. In over 70% of the articles, he created this man of the year award. How fucked up is so, that? And so I'm saying this is, you know, I'm going to say hearsay. Right. But when you have that higher percentage saying, no, he created this man of the year award and per- came in, pretended surprised, but he had created <laughs> the
0: entire thing. Couldn't you imagine that when they're just like, I didn't. When did we start doing this? And they were just like, I don't, I didn't know we ever did this. I never, did you even vote? And they're just like, nope, there he is. Give him his medal. Give him his fucking honey baked ham. And his
1: family was was in attendance for this event too. Of
0: course. Yeah. Yeah. So while all this shit's going on and I, and I'm probably going to say this again, but keep in mind, I want you to keep in mind with everything going forward. In 64, he married Nancy Joe Lynch. Yeah. He, they never, they don't. She's with him as his wife through all of the fucked up shit we're we're getting into. What no. we're right now, this is we're literally this is fucking nothing. No, this is the this nuts. This is the moat. Yeah, this is the around nu- this yes, castle yes. of shit. This is the nuts on top of the fucking Sunday. This is nothing. <laughs> if you think we're talking about fucking embezzlement, no, it gets it's about to get fucked up. Yeah. And Nancy is with him the whole time. So this has got to be this bitch is either just head in the sand or just absolutely I honestly look idiotic. at the
1: wife and the kids as much of a victims as. Robinson's actually killed victims. They were a victim in this situation well, because he did his dead level best to kind of hide a lot of the shit up enough. until this happened and so he was actually found out when the people whose names were used in the forgery found out and let it be known that they had never sent those letters of recommendation <laughs> and it was exposed by their newspaper, the Kansas City Times wow. and it obviously it, you know, humili- it humiliated him and his family. His kids were getting picked on at school. So the,
0: so the newspaper ran shade on this motherfucker oh, for what he had done.
1: Yeah,
0: And I yeah. mean, I mean, again, you're talking about in the, the late 70s, like that is your internet. Like uh, that is, er- exactly. everybody's reading that fucking newspaper. Yeah,
1: and I'm mean, sorry, but if you'd heard, as a reporter, you'd heard about somebody who like literally forged documents, created a fake award ceremony, accepted said award in front of their family and thought nobody was going to catch it. Nah, you want to be the fucker that's going to nail him Not up. Not me. I would have been
0: like, no, no. <laughs> let's Can we run it in a good way? Can we be like, hey, this guy's brilliant. Look how awesome. This this is, This really is man of the fucking year. Midwesterner of the fucking year. Uh, yeah, so all that happened. Uh, that was in 77. So yeah, hit, you know, the family's humiliated. I'm sure that didn't do a damn thing. I mean, it may have hurt his pride a little bit, but it certainly wasn't going to slow down. He
1: looked at it as probably a learning experience. Like, I'll like, do it better next time. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I'm Less, better than this.
0: Lesson learned, yep. noted. Mm-hmm. I will get it. Um, and then... Two years later, in 1979, he officially completed all the probation that he had been on for Despite a while. Despite
1: that, I'm sorry, but well, forgery is forgery. But they should have got him on that, but they didn't.
0: Well, see, yeah, see, I mean, I don't know if it was because of what he was technically forging was. I mean, he what? I mean, it's a it's a Man of the Year award at worst. It's you know. It's some fucking punch and hors d'oeuvres, and like I said, a honey baked ham and a fucking faux gold trophy or and, something. I
1: mean, it was the time; it was before the times of like identity theft, because that's what I right. was honestly thinking about. Was like that's
0: well, fucking identity well, see, theft. I, the only thing that gets me about that would be like he was pretending to be the mayor. That's technically a government employee. But you know, again, who knows? Even though the paper ran it, who knows? I mean, if they really even tried to press charges or any of that other shit. So, but yeah, so his probation's over in nineteen seventy nine. Uh but uh he just he you know can't stop he, won't stop motherfucker yeah. you know this is fucking this, yeah John Edward <laughs> Robbins is the fucking puff daddy of fucking the midwest bro uh 1980 Joe what happens to him then arrested again on multiple charges including embezzlement
1: and <laughs> check forgery so now he is again you know he is another level of shit on right. the shit fucking cake um he only served 60 days 60 days in 1982 that's it 60 days after so, getting caught again so it, I
0: could it take them that long to actually make him serve time?
1: It shouldn't. I wouldn't think. I mean, I'm not a fucking lawyer, so I don't know. And I know, you know, state to state fucking laws are different. Right. But I would think this would have held, especially since it's what, the second or th- no, it's his third time now of actually embezzling
0: money. Well, yeah, but it's his first. <laughs> Because the first so, time so was If a you Kansas, get, pro, get probate, well, that whole three strikes thing didn't come in until I know later. that,
1: but I'm just saying though, like if you look at somebody's criminal history and be like, okay, you did this <laughs> in you did in Chicago, a pattern, now you're doing. Th- there's a pattern exactly. emerging, sir. Yeah, and probation, last two times. Oh no, it, it's no, you're gonna get some hard time
0: this time. But night. so, te- if you get probation for it, are you still technically charged with it then?
1: Yes, yes, you are still charged, even okay. if you are on probation. Okay, all yeah, right, so, so it's there still we go. there.
0: All right, so all right. We uh, all right, so we, we got to get through this a little bit because we're we're coming up towards the hour mark here, and mm-hmm. we're, we're we still got to get into the good shit. Okay. Um, this may end up running a little bit longer if we if we need to because this this guy's interesting as fuck. Uh, so he, he he served the sixty days in jail in '82. Mm-hmm. Uh, that year could be wrong, but he's only, he only served sixty days in jail total up to this point mm-hmm. for all the shit he's done. Yep. Uh, when he's released, he forms a fake hydroponics business. Mm-hmm. Uh, because why wouldn't you? The fucked up thing about this, and again, it's I say fucked up, but it's 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 fucking John Edward Robinson. You know, this is the fucking Midwest motherfuckers. Who this is? He swindled a friend out of twenty five thousand dollars in the investment for this business. And the fucked up thing, the reason the friend decided to do it with him uh, is that he was looking I mean, Again, this is John's, you know, Robinson is, he's, he's spinning the yarn, man. He's, he's giving him, look, man. And I guarantee you, he strikes me as the type of motherfucker who would know enough to really be able to say, to sell it legitimately. Yeah. But, but then he knows nothing else about it outside of that because he's not going to actually do anything. So I I bet he had the fucking numbers. He had the facts. He had everything to convince this friend this was going to be a quick turnaround and the friend that he 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 got this twenty five k from uh he was hoping for like a quick turnaround in the investment to help cover his dying wife's health care costs, yeah now clearly John Robinson knew this mm-hmm. did not give a fuck about it narcissist to have no empathy uh yes. oh, yeah Oh, lord uh and it was also around this time <laughs> John started getting a little john's John started, you know, ten toes going creep, creep, bro. Yep. So uh, around this time, uh, the the rumors have it that he started propositioning wives in his neighborhood Mm -hmm. sexually, you know, to P&V stuff and maybe (laughs) P&A. Certainly P&H. That's hands. Um, (laughs) Maybe even P&F some feet. Uh, But he... he The reason this has any kind of actual, like, validity is that it's also reported that naturally one of the husbands whooped the shit out of this pudgy fuck yep. for propositioning his wife. It, it never said that if, if if he succeeded or not. Dude, old fucking silver tongue fucking Robinson over here probably bagged a couple. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, he also, now, Robinson himself claimed around this time that he had joined a secret society for sadomasochism. Here it goes, folks. Here's where we get to the internet. Sla- We're getting to the slave master part of the internet slave master, yep. uh, that he had joined a secret society of, uh, involved in sadomasochism called the international council of masters. Hmm. That sounds like some Bilderberg shit, I don't like, know, right? That sounds like someone like those, uh, like the, 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 the uh, deep state yeah. government groups, yeah. kind of Bohemian Grove kind of oh, like, yeah. yeah. But yes. Yes. Yeah. The Bogrove. Grove. Yeah. Uh, claimed to have the title within this group of slave master and uh, was supposedly responsible for luring victims uh, to these meetings of the council where they would get tortured and raped by the other cult members. I don't know if we have any kind of actual proof of this outside of him claiming this at this point. Um, I mean, maybe that's why he got away with so much shit.
1: (sighs) Oh sorry, I shouldn't jump down that rabbit. No,
0: hole. I mean that could be. I mean, yeah. usually when they have I mean, when we talk about big groups like this, I mean it ain't you're just fucking Tom Dixon Harry's down no. at the fucking hardware store no, that are in that like, shit. It's yeah. higher ups. And, yeah, exactly. and maybe so, you know, yeah. that who knows? But we don't have any proof that, no, that this that's happened. Just, yeah, theory. But with what's coming, it certainly seems like there's a little bit of a, of a legitness here. Yeah. Uh, so uh yeah. Everybody uh, strap in because here we go. All right, Joe. So we're getting now. Take us to 1984. Okay. Because that's when that that's when all of the the quote unquote good shit starts.
1: Okay. So hold oh, let me readjust a little bit. There we go. <laughs> <Are> Your mic. <Mike? laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're professionals. Here we go. <laughs> um, so in 84, Robinson started two fraudulent shell companies, Equaplus and Equa2. That
0: sounds Who knows what the fuck
1: that sells. Yeah, I know, right? Um, This is where he hires uh, Paula Godfrey, 19, at the time, as a sales rep. Okay. Uh, Godfrey told her family and friends she was being sent away for training. Right. And her family filed a missing persons report.
0: Because she went for training and they didn't didn't hear from her and all that other good stuff. And she's 19 and...
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so Robinson denies uh, knowing her whereabouts at this point in time. Right. And then days later, Godfrey's parents receives uh, received a letter with her signature, thanking Robinson, stating she was okay and didn't want to see her family anymore.
0: Right. And so it was a, it was a typed letter. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then I guess I mean obviously, as you'll see here or not see here, but uh, later on, he's he's able to get signatures from these women. Yep. So he, he probably had numerous copies of her signature and all that stuff, faking like he was giving her a job and all that stuff. So, yeah, he types out a letter uh, thanking Mr. Robinson himself because he just, you know, John Edward Robinson never misses a chance to let everybody know how good John Edward Robinson fucking is. Yeah. So, um, so he yeah, sends that to her folks and her friends and all that stuff. Hey, Mr. Robinson was great. He did nothing but the good, you know, good stuff. I'm fine. I I don't want to come home. Everything's good at this point, because of the letter, the investigation was terminated because Paula Godfrey, she's of age. Uh, and there's no evidence of wrongdoing. There's, there's nothing, there's no, there there. Mm -hmm. Um, and of course, Paula Godfrey never seen again. Yep. Um, and, uh, that's going to be a familiar thing going on here. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was 18, 1984. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're getting to uh, 1985. Yeah. Um, this is where his alias, John Osborne. I love, if you're going to change the last name, why not change the first name? Like, I mean, you can leave it a J, a J if you want to, like Jeff Osborne or something like that. But he was probably just like John Edward uh, Osborne. Yep. But uh, yeah, so that it's so brilliant. Right. Well, yeah, well, the little things is what catches them up. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, in '85 is when he meets Lisa, Stacy, Stacy, and
1: her four-month-old daughter Tiffany in a women's shelter. Yes, uh, at this point in time, John was attempting to procure a child for his brother Don and wife Helen.
0: Yeah. They, so yeah, Don was one of his brothers. Yes. Uh, remember, John was the middle child of five. Uh, Don and his wife Helen had been trying to conceive for years. Mm-hmm. Couldn't couldn't have a baby. Uh, so. John being the outstanding fucking citizen, he is saw this as a way to help his brother and
1: line his pockets, line his
0: pockets and potentially come up with another good business venture. Uh, we'll call this one equa plus (laughs) three. Um, so, so yeah, so he, this is, Oh God, this one's, this one's fucked up. Uh, so he promises Stacy a job in Chicago, Mm -hmm. um, I don't I don't know if he's living in Chicago he bounces around a lot um, between well for most of this stuff he's bouncing between Missouri and Kansas the states uh, but but of course he knows about Chicago and all that other stuff being from around that area so he's he's promising her a job in Chicago with an apartment and daycare for Tiffany I don't know what credentials Tiff Elisa uh, uh, Stasi had that John was able but again he's able to prey upon her
1: mm-hmm um, so, she was already estranged from her husband who had re-enlisted in the Navy, so she was, you know, she was prime pickings, and Robinson She, claimed, she was at, like, a shelter or
0: something, yeah, you kind of said? She was,
1: yeah, she was in a women's shelter. So, yeah. What, they were estranged. estranged. They, were, they were separated. The oh, husband's gotcha. gone. Oh, okay.
0: not So, not-, not- legally divorced and stuff, but like separated and yeah. it's, it's, it's over, yeah. you know, all that. Okay. All right, there we go, um, all right.
1: Robinson was claiming to have been running a program to help women oh, with children. So okay. yeah, again, that's where he plays into it. Um, he told her to go to Texas first for job training for a few months. Um, the pro and he, you know, explained to her that the program is going to be very demanding and she wouldn't have a lot of time to contact family. And this is where he gets her to sign several sheets of blank stationery.
0: Never sign a, never sign anything without reading it. Uh, but certainly, if, if you're like, well, I signed it because there was nothing to read, it was good. That's even fucking worse. Yeah. Way fucking worse. I, I mean, apparently, A, we know we know Mr. Robinson, smooth talker. But then on top of it, you got a, a woman who is literally at the end of her rope financially. She's got this this brand new daughter, all that other stuff going on. So, I mean, he just fucking, I mean, and it sucks when... We, you see it all the time where people who just if those two paths hadn't crossed it would have been okay but it was literally like the perfect fucking storm mm-hmm. of him meeting somebody like Lisa Stacy having a brother like Don and now now Don and Helen were in no, no way idea. shape or form involved in this yeah. he he told them that he was going to be able to legitimately do all this had a lawyer friend of his that could help him with it and, get, and be able to facilitate it a lot cheaper than what they would normally have to do and all that. So, yeah, they didn't do anything fucking wrong here other than believe in his shitty fucking brother. Yeah. Um. So he gets her to sign the a bunch of blank papers. Uh, this is uh, in, in, in January. Uh, and,
1: like, not even, like, yeah, so the next line's January 9th, 1985, so this fucker rolls quick.
0: Right, yeah. So so yeah, just a, a matter of days later. Yeah.
1: So he arrives at the home of Lisa's sister, Kathy Klinging Smith.
0: That's a fucking name. <laughs> yeah. Clinging Smith. That's um, that sounds made up.
1: And this is where Lisa left Tiffany with and now mind you, he just shows up, he has no information, and he's able to take Tiffany. Right. He just so, walks so, off with so, her. At, much.
0: So so at some point Lisa has left Tiffany there. She she's gotta go to Texas. She's gotta go do this training. Yeah. She's got this great opportunity. So her sister is Kathy is like okay yeah she, I'll watch Tiffany you know call me when you get there we got this I mean clearly they're gonna do what they can the husband's not in the picture anymore they're living in a fucking shelter yeah you know okay yeah we got we got we got the we got we Tiffany this for you. yeah we're gonna get you back on your feet so yeah I, John Robinson just shows the fuck up at Kathy's house uh, and gets the youngin well I, per- I persuades her. Oh, and also,
1: like, too, they said that she was really scared. Like he was really dominant. He probably had paperwork
0: too. He had the fucking yeah. signatures and all that exactly. other stuff. Exactly. Um, so but yeah, so time. he so he gets Tiffany. He takes yeah. the, the four month old Tiffany from Kathy's house. Kathy is Lisa's sister. <laughs> now, at this point, the the very next day, Lisa calls her mother in law. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing she's still talking to the mother in law, the mother of her, her estranged husband. Uh, and she's all panicky, Joe, when she calls, and and what what does she say when she's calling her?
1: Um, she says uh, she says they told her she was an unfit mother, and that Betty Stacy, her you know her yeah, mother-in-law, mother-in-law yeah. uh, wanted custody of Tiffany. Betty denied this claim, and Lisa's last words before the phone was disconnected were, "Here they come." That was it very cryptic. Right. And at that point, Lisa was never seen or heard from again and no clues to where she ended up.
0: Right. So yeah, so she's Tiffany or Lisa's talking to Betty says, "Hey, they." And she just used the word they. I am you know, guessing social services or something like that. John Robinson claiming to be somebody, he's not probably over the phone or something like that. Is telling Lisa that her mother-in-law says she's not a she's not fit to be the mother of Tiffany anymore. And the mother-in-law's like, "No, I no, I haven't done any of that shit." And while on the phone with Lisa, Lisa's basically like, "I got to go. Here they come. Mm-hmm. Whoever mm-hmm. the fuck they is." That's the last words of Lisa Stacy to anybody. Yeah. Um. And and then she's never heard from again. And wouldn't you know it, Joe? Yep. Two days later, January twelfth. At this
1: point, um, yes. Um, Don yeah. and Helen Robinson returned to Chicago with a four-month old, adopted baby girl. Um, oh. They had actually given John, um, I think initially it was like $3,000 or $3, or $2,500 for the retainer, yeah. then $3,000 mm-hmm. for the adoption right, fee. Right, um, But he claimed it as all lawyers' fees. He provided them with convincing but forged adoption papers and told them that Tiffany's mother had actually committed suicide in a domestic violence right. shelter. Right. And they had come to find out in 2000, Tiffany's identity was finally confirmed via a DNA test.
0: Right, so again, this is is uh 1985. So 15 years later, so at this point Tiffany's almost 16. No. In the year 2000, the DNA the, and, and you'll know why they were running the DNA tests and stuff like that here later on uh when John Robinson gets caught up. Uh yeah, and they confirmed it was Tiffany. That yeah. was Tiffany Stacy who was essentially kidnapped by John Edward Robinson and sold to John's own fucking brother. Yeah as an adopted child told her hey the mom committed suicide here you go you're welcome i uh, aren't i a great fucking brother what an absolute piece, piece of, of shit, shit man so nothing else really reported or happens until 1987
1: yeah 2 years later
0: yep right uh, and and what's what goes down there in 87
1: so it's actually kind of a similar situation uh Catherine Clampett leaves her child uh with her parents in Wichita Falls, Texas. So okay. this makes me kind of think, you know, a single mom, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I need to pin, you know, I, I got this possibly great opportunity because Robinson's blown you know smoke oh, up my ass. Dude,
0: this guy this guy was the ultimate fucking smoke blower for yeah. sure.
1: So um she moves to Kansas City to find employment and she's hired by Robinson and and he promised her extensive travel and a new wardrobe. Baby, like you know not- what I'm
0: saying? You come work with me, girl. I'm going to make you fucking look good. You're going to feel good. Dad going to treat you fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds <laughs> like a pimp. I know. He really I, it does. Really, we're going really to get you some new shoes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, <laughs> um, who the fuck promises a, a potential new employee a new wardrobe? That's Fuck yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was the 80s, but ugh, that's creep as fuck. I know.
1: It is. Uh, <laughs> uh, so June of the same year, uh, a missing person case uh, was open, and it's still open to this very day. Nobody knows whatever happened to Catherine Clampett.
0: Right, and so she leaves Wichita Falls, Texas, and goes to Kansas City, but we didn't see anything about communication between her and Robinson prior, so no. it's it's like she I, it's like she left there... I, I don't know why she went to Kansas City, you know, what the fuck ever. I mean, I, I don't know, whatever. In 87, who knows? So she went there. So, again, it's another one. He's like, this this perfect fucking storms crossing mm-hmm. paths. Yep. And she goes to Kansas City and, of course, stumbles upon fucking Robinson. Yep. Um, and, and yeah, so, I mean, she's she's got a, a kid, maybe more, but at least one kid. In Wichita Falls with her parents, goes to Kansas City to try to find employment and disappears. And that's essentially it.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so a- around this time, um, Robinson, well uh, sorry, a little bit after, actually in 87, yeah, Robinson ends up going to jail. Mm-hmm. Now, what did he go to jail for?
1: It was a probation violation. That's the only thing they could get him on.
0: So, but okay. So they got him on a probation violation in Missouri, mm-hmm. and that ended up getting overturned because there was some stuff going on with like a witness that had done some some stuff. It's like they had protect, they had hidden the witness from the defense, yeah. and so that got turned. Uh, they basically that threw it all out. But he was then sent back to Kansas, um, and th- he ended up serving there for what like six years till '93.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Was that, what was that for?
1: Um, But that was the thing is like, um, he got put onto the radar of the local police as well as the FBI. Right. Because now he's kind
0: of attached to like (laughs) three or four missing missing people. people. He's, he's involved in all that, which is, Obviously fucking sketchy.
1: Yeah, so they didn't find enough evidence. So they were like, okay, well, we'll get him on probation violation for crossing state lines. And he's been doing some shady shit. And that's what they bring him on. And like we were saying about the, like the victim during his probation hearing, he didn't have the opportunities, what they call like facing your your um, uh, accuser. accuser yeah, there yeah. we go and so, because that didn't happen it's an automatic overturnment but he was already in trouble in another state so that's where the, he was So it was a, there was
0: there was a theft charge yeah. in Kansas uh, and and I guess they finally got tired of this shit because I mean embezzlement is theft a lot yeah. of the forgeries and the frauds he was running is a form of theft because it was all for the fucking money so he was in jail in Missouri for I don't I can't remember exactly how long it was that was kind of where stuff was a little spotty with some of the research that we had found.
1: Yeah. All of them had different dates. One's had said like four years. Another one said it was only two and a half years.
0: Some of them, it was only like a matter of months in Missouri. Yeah. Uh, But pretty much like they let him out of Missouri because of that technicality and basically like sent him right the fuck to Kansas for the theft charge. Mm -hmm. And he ended up staying there until 93. So this is the first actual like stint of legit prison time. That he does, and, and, and this again, Nancy, his wife, all this shit's happening. She's still there with them. Mm-hmm. But when, and, and, but now she's in the, 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 uh, the, that really long fucking research paper that we oh, read. Yeah, the archive. Um, they were talking, uh, so she was reaping all the benefits of all of this. I mean, he, at up until this point where he goes to jail. John Edward Robinson is, is is rolling in some decent money. I mean, he's he's your he's certainly your upper middle class, lower upper class, you know, going on. He's got multiple, you know, a few different properties and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so he, maybe that's why she wasn't. I, yeah. I don't know. I
1: mean, but because of this prison sentence and all of his reputation had already been tainted, they actually lost the house. Right. And then uh, she had to take a job as, I think, like a trailer park manager where she, they ended up having to live. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Because uh, of, because of his.
0: That's what I'm saying. That's the only shit. thing I can figure with. I mean, cause I mean, uh, think about this. All right. Like you, you know, for, I mean, cause obviously his wife knows that he's getting probation for these embezzlements and stuff like that.
1: Maybe, if she's not going with him to court, how would she know? He could blow smoke up her ass and her not even know any different.
0: I don't know. I just, I mean, do you honestly think that I that I could go? I could get summoned to court for embezzlement and like fraud shit, numerous times, and you wouldn't have at least found out about one of them. Well,
1: that's the thing, though. There's internet now, but back then there wasn't See, I'm not even. I'm
0: not even including that. I'm thinking letters in the fucking mail. Just, just I just. I refuse to believe this motherfucker Or had him like, being
1: like, oh, but he was a smooth talker. He could have been smooth talking her the entire time. No, this is a huge misunderstanding. I don't know where the communication lines got crossed. Like, this, I did not do this, but I'm going to go to court, and I'm going to get this figured out.
0: Okay, so, all right, so let's go with that theory, fair play, okay? Fair play, he's talked about, right, but it's happened numerous times. Now on top of it, there's missing women all being linked to your husband. You know the cops are knocking on his fucking door to to question him and shit. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like she had to have been there. That's where I'm sitting here. I'm just like, did was was it was was Nancy like, don't ask, don't fucking tell because everything's going fine. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we won't know, but mm-hmm. it's just that's. I just want to remind everybody, like this broad, the mother of his kids. He's he was only ever married once. Mm-hmm. They they she's still his wife during all of this, and uh, up until him actually serving this little bit of stretch in prison, everything was they, they were living pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. But they lost everything with all of this, and like yeah. you said, yeah, they ended up living in a trailer park. Not knocking a trailer park. I'm from I'm from the south. Got a lot of good people in trailer parks down here. Luckily, we can have those. There's no tornadoes here. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Like, we're, we're good in those. I mean, they might be fucked up, but that's, that's good living. Yep. Um, so yeah, so he's, he's in jail until 93. Yep. However, while he's doing his stint in Missouri before the probation violation is overturned and he's sent to Kansas, he meets who, Joe? Beverly Bonner. Beverly Bonner, uh, she is the 49-year-old prison librarian.
1: Okay. Yeah, so they actually met while he was doing his little small stint in Western Missouri facility in Jefferson City, Missouri. Right. And um, this was actually before that probation violation was overturned. Um, Like you said, she was 49 years old. She was the prison librarian. Um, Now, when Robbins was released, and so, again, overturned, he goes to a different jail, you different still, jail in a different state. Yeah, so he, he's still on her mind, so or he's released. Maybe, maybe doing some
0: of that prison <laughs> pen-pal and shit and stuff Probab- like that. You know? Probably so. You think she like snuck him some rectal cigarettes up in there? That shit was,
1: <sighs> uh, uh, hey. I know. I hey. know it's currency.
0: That's it's currency. good currency back then. That's when <laughs> you could still smoke up in there. That's the way all motherfuckers are <laughs> going to so, say, uh, dude, that pudgy. Come on now, you know, you know someone's just like, yeah, we're going to push that motherfucker shit in tonight. Did you (laughs) see the backside on that man? That's going to be quite all right, sir. So, yeah. Uh, But yeah, so yeah, so he stays in contact with her even while he finishes up his stint in Kansas.
1: Yeah. So, and he's released in 93 and this, at this point in time, she decides to go ahead and leave her husband, move to Kansas City to go to work for Robinson. I, so you're gonna get a job from the convict that you met while he was in jail at the or at the uh, facility that you fucking work at. Well, see, and like how the, goddamn
0: stupid are you? Well, that's the thing too, though, is and this is this goes back to Nancy, his wife. Mm. Is Beverly hearing all this and being like, you know, well, fuck it, like you know, or, or again, when he's in when he's in Missouri, it's just for probation violations. Mm. Um. And that was actually linked to Lisa and Tiffany because they know for a fact, Lee, sorry, Lisa uh, Stacy, they know for a fact that Lisa Stacy, uh, that was the the, the woman whose uh, daughter he ended up kidnapping and giving to his brother. Yeah. Uh, they know for a fact that she was, she interacted with Robinson and there was enough, I guess, evidence to realize that, hey, he had left, he had, he had taken them across state lines and stuff like that, and that was in some way a violation of some shit. Yeah. Again, that's it's where... The, it's it, actually
1: called the Federal Man Act, and when you transport somebody across state lines.
0: And then they go missing or something?
1: Essentially, yeah.
0: Okay, so again, this is where, every, this is where a lot of the stuff that we could find was real fuzzy Mm -hmm. about all this and you know we're not fucking we're not sleuths or anything but we did some digging and it was that we 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 had notes a lot more about that time but everything just could not be substantiated enough to where we were just like all right fuck it we i don't want to you know whatever um so again but he gets sent back to kansas for theft I, I, I mean, I don't. You would think Beverly would know, I mean, but she's the prison librarian. She's not yeah. one of the guards, so she's not like entitled to a bunch of information. So who knows what he had told her was the real reason and all that other stuff? But again, fucking smooth operator, fucking silver tongue. But
1: she's the librarian. Doesn't she have access to microfish,
0: microfish, <laughs> whatever the fish? Fish. I don't know. That's right. I'm just like bitch. Look up a fucking newspaper. Again, this is this is how fucking smooth know, this guy was, way too man. Fucking fucking, fucking midwestern motherfucker right here, bro. So yeah, so, so yeah, she leaves her husband yep. and moves down, moves to Kansas uh-huh. to be with him yep. after he gets out of jail.
1: So and then I guess in the midst of her disappearance or what the fuck happens to her, he's already arranged for Bonner's alimony checks to be forwarded to a Kansas City PO box.
0: Th- this is before she's disappeared, so she legit goes down there, yes, and legit starts working for him. Mm. Uh, Again, the 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 stuff we talked about earlier with the sadomasochism and stuff like that, uh, there 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 is that that stuff really is legit with this. Yeah. Um, but uh, but not a lot's known how it was involved with the murders. So, like for instance, Bever a lot of these people, we don't know how long they actually interacted uh, physically with john edward robinson before they were reported missing mm-hmm. or any of that stuff that it kind of so you know i don't know how long beverly was down there it yeah. could have been days it could have been weeks it could have been months i i don't probably not months but it was certainly enough time for while she was down there for them to get the, the whole thing with the alimony set up for them to get sent to the p all that was done before beverly
1: truly disappeared was, yeah, actually yeah. disappeared yeah and supposedly because again, they didn't talk about any kind of communication she had with her family or friends after moving to Kansas city. So we're not sure how quickly
0: he, you know, killed her. Right. But, but he, but, but, uh, he, it says that Robinson kept cashing them motherfucking checks.
1: Oh yeah. For, for years. Yeah. He was entitled to still those. kept picking it up. So but I mean, narcissist. Bastard.
0: So he's still going, he's going and getting her mail and all that other jazz. So Damn. that brings us again, a in 93, Now, okay, he's been in jail for roughly about five to six years. Uh what's happening in this?
1: Internet. The
0: internet. That's exactly what has happened. And now we get to the internet part of the internet slave master. Now, Joe, wait, do you remember how old you were when you got when you got the internet? I know that's if you're listening to this, we're dating ourselves. I'm not gonna give you my fucking age.
1: Uh, I don't, I don't uh, give a shit. I'm
0: 35. We're in our mid 30s, all right. So f- fuck you. We're fuck We you. don't
1: look it, and we don't act it. So fuck right. off. <laughs> I'll fight you right, goddamn now.
0: <laughs> Unless you're under 18s, I ain't going to jail. Uh, I
1: was. Nine or ten when we finally got like so, stable so, internet. So you
0: were so that would have been like ninety four or ninety five. Yeah, like right yeah, around
1: there, like ninety five.
0: I was probably like ninety six. Actually, I, I was mine was probably like ninety six, ninety seven. I was from a, in a much smaller town. Yeah. Um, but I remember nineties internet.
1: MSN chat
0: room with the comic book strips. I I can't remember. Was that MS chat? Yeah. Because I know there was like a, everybody had their aim, oh their god. AOL yep. Instant Messenger. That and was a stack that, of that fucking free CDs shit. for free internet. Hell yeah! Oh my god, there!
1: I, I remember blowing through those sons dude, of. Dude, fuck
0: turtles and fish caught in <laughs> six pack holders in the ocean. They need to show where the fuck the America Online demo <laughs> uh, free trial discs ended up. I know. Because I know. I, I don't
1: know how they survived as a company because they were just... I mean, you get a 40-hour CD and then you'd have like a five-hour CD. And I'm, I'm just like, they're just giving this shit out
0: willy-nilly. Oh, my God, dude. So at least the first year of my internet was technically free. Yeah. Because thank you, America Online. You yes. Know, and, but, uh, but yeah, so... Like most people back back then, I mean, he, and again, he's getting it, you know, kind of early on in '93. Uh, he's he's chatting it up. I mean, he's got a fucking criminal record. He probably ain't got many job opportunities. Certainly, he's not going to go back into any kind of corporate setting, given his fucking you know arrest Reputation. record at this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, you're John Edward Robinson. It's 1993. You're chilling. You're chilling the trailer uh, at the trailer park. Your wife Nancy's fucking running like a boss bitch. What are you going to do all day, Joe, on your internet if you're John Edward Robinson?
1: uh, If you're him, you're probably surfing social media sites using the username Slave Master. So this is where it
0: comes in at. Now, when we say social media... (laughs) Then again, that's your that's your chat rooms. Yeah. That was your social media then.
1: Yeah. You know, we didn't have Facebook and MySpace and all that shit at this point. No, it was the chat rooms.
0: It was. That's how you linked up with with people. I mean, they had like themes for the different chats. So you get in there with people who were talking about the same kind of shit and stuff like that, but that was your social media, was your fucking chat rooms. Yeah,
1: which just was oh my god, it was just it was amazing. It was
0: a cesspool of fucking pedophiles. Oh dude. Oh my oh ASL. Got a nude? Like, oh, yeah. Ugh. Oh, ASL. Age, sex, and location. That's that is that's a power move to immediately be like, how old are you? Can I fuck you? Well, if I fuck you, how do I got to fuck you? And where are you? <laughs> like, and that's the way it would be. It would be like, you know, fucking.
1: Luckily, back then, none of us, everybody was like 18, 17 years oh. old. and you know about to go off to college kind of
0: shit Abs- where everybody was lying their asses I off i never once gave anything authentic to anybody on i still don't it probably
1: protected I'm, us we didn't become one it of robinson's it
0: definitely protected my sweet fat little uh, pudgy ass because <laughs> i'm gonna tell you what some they would have ran through me <laughs> i was at that at that I'm age sorry for that, all the listeners
1: i couldn't help that one at
0: that age i was i was cute but i was fat <laughs> Um, there's some <laughs> girls listening to this who remember Fat cute Jonathan uh, uh, But, but he,
1: he was yeah, so he was cruising around, you know, the chat rooms looking for sexually submissive females. Absolutely, that's what you. Which know, just, seems like every guy I came across in those fucking
0: chat rooms. What? They were so fucking creepy. Yeah. Well, I, I okay, so I guess, but I mean, like at the same time, like it's one of those things where, like, I, I'm not trying to be like, oh, I don't know the pain of a woman. I, you know, fine, I'm I'm a proud dude. I like being a dude. But I, I have no idea what it, like it like it, what it would have been like in the the wild wild west of like aim and MS chat and shit. To it be was like, so bad. To I be used like, to actually pretend I'm I was a boy. i a female, and everybody just starts typing. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, yeah. No, that's actually why I always pretended to be a boy. I always pretended to be a boy when I was online.
0: I don't. I don't really blame you. I yeah. really don't. Because Not like back it then. took me
1: a few months of like you know being on MSN chat and like getting the you know the instant message notifications. And I remember this one particular night I was on there just dicking around, and I had probably like over a hundred people hit me up because they found out I was female. At oh that my point, God. Then, I completely changed my handle. Everything. I, mean, as and as I was say, a boy from the then poor, on the, out.
0: The, the poor girls who went in there with like a very feminine handle. Yeah. Ie username for for the new you know the the new kids <laughs> out there the the fucking millennials, uh, <laughs> listening. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm sure they were just eating the fuck alive. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. So, but on one of these chat rooms is where he meets Sheila Faith, yeah. just like the faith in Jesus or Faith Hill, whichever one you prefer. Uh, she's 45 years old, got a 15 year old daughter named Debbie, who uh, is a <sighs> Wheelchair bound due to spina bifida. Yeah. Um, apparently, uh, Sheila went through a divorce, was looking for guys. She was into the the s the BDSM lifestyle and was looking for what Robinson was offering. Um, now, of course, like anybody online.
1: They lied as like they fucking lie, <laughs> as yeah, you, Oh, yeah. my God.
0: Like, I don't think I ever espoused a single word of truth in any of those chat rooms. Nope. Um, but he claimed to be a wealthy businessman and philanthropist. Yes,
1: of course. Yeah. Um at this point in time, this is when he offers to cover Debbie's medical expenses and give Sheila a job. So it's like the Nigerian prince. We were talking about this the other day when we was actually talking about these no notes, like you would never fucking believe this
0: now. Right. Yeah. But back then yeah, you'd pe- be like,
1: Well, maybe he is. Yeah, well, I mean that's maybe this is my white and shining armor. Cat
0: catfishing and shit like that. That was f- that was new and there was no way now. You got ways of, of tracking the, e, you know, finding what emails is associated with the account and then bouncing yeah, that off of shit. Yeah, IP addresses. You can, yeah, you can, I mean, even if something, even if you're like, man, he might be legit, you could really do some digging or at least hire someone to do some digging to really find that. You couldn't fucking do that back then. No. So it's easy for, for us to sit here and be like, what a dumb bitch. Yeah, but not back then. Because they they moved from Fullerton, California yes. to Kansas City Halfway, halfway on the other, halfway across the country, yeah. based off of these chats. I mean, they may have t- talked on the phone too, but I mean, she's fully taken this motherfucker at his word. Yeah, and that was an uncommon. Actually, there's probably a lot of successful relationships that went that way, even back then when everyone started connecting. But, but either way, Sheila Faith, her and her, her, her wheelchair-bound daughter Debbie, head from California to Kansas City, and essentially. Disappeared. Almost immediately, dis yep. fucking yeah. appear. Yeah. Like there's, it's no, like
1: he pretty much met her at the car, and then they were gone.
0: Yeah, there's no real trace of anybody knowing when they that they were in Kansas City. Exactly. Yeah, um, and on top of it, Sheila was getting pension checks. Yeah. Which I'm sure probably came up in the conversation oh, when he's yeah. talking about, oh, I'll take care of you. And she's probably, being like, yeah, you know, times are tough. I'm just living off my pension, yada, yada, yada. So he's like, ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. That's going to, you know, a pension is going to go, a California pension is going to go real far in a Kansas City trailer park. <laughs> I mean, you are fucking king of the mountain at that point with that kind of money. I mean, that's walking around money in them trailer parks. And internet
1: uh, wasn't cheap back then, so no, no, yeah, no. Was it? it was probably like one of your top expenses. Your he was probably running expenses. scams
0: or stealing like AOL discs out of the fucking mailboxes <laughs> at the fucking trailer park and shit like that too. Probably he wasn't so. not paying for shit. Yeah. Uh, but he continued to cash her pension checks for the next seven years. And remember, this is uh, this is ninety four when they moved. Yeah. The only reason he stopped cashing them pension checks is for a reason. You're gonna find out. It wouldn't have stopped otherwise. Uh, so from this point, we we kind of hit a little bit of a blackout period. Yeah, for yeah. Johnny so Robinson. Actually,
1: yeah, so that's technically 1993. And no, we 90, don't he-
0: 93 is when he got out and started doing stuff. But but Sheila didn't move. Yeah, Until okay, 94. I, he may okay, have started so talking misspoke. to her in 93, but she, yeah. she
1: actually moved in 94. In 94. So, yeah. So, no, there's complete dead space for approximately five years. Right. Um. But for... Well, he was still active. He was doing shit. Oh, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. Just yeah. nothing of note. Well, yeah, like, we nothing, like to use...
0: N- nothing of a federal crime. Yeah, there we go.
1: <laughs> so, for yeah. So yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah. So, for the pre, you know, previous five years, you know, Robinson has actually gained notoriety in the BDSM chat rooms. Right,
0: So so... For some of you who don't know, that's, that's fine. There's, there's people are, you know, some people like white bread. Some people like a spinach tortilla wrap. Some people like someone to beat the fuck out of them when they fuck them. Some people like get masks. I, I We don't judge. We no. don't judge. The puppy dog masks are a little weird. Stop. <laughs> I need their listens and downloads. If I didn't you, say
1: it was bad. I just thought it was just weird. I'm not kink shaming.
0: Everything is beautiful <laughs> in its own way. Uh, so, so BDSM, uh, the B stands for bondage, mm-hmm. D for dominance, yep. uh, and S for sadomasochism, and the M for masochist. Yeah. Uh, so that's the people that, you know, they're into, the, you know, they want to get smacked or some of them. Yeah. If you're into BDSM, it doesn't mean you're into all four of those things. No. Uh, Some people enjoy being dominant. Some people enjoy being dominated. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some people enjoy wearing bondage, even if they're the dominant person or or bondage to being dominated. And then Mm the biggest, the biggest uh, difference is juxtaposition. If you will, there's a good fucking word that's not used enough. Um, and literally my brain hurt pulling that up because of all the syllables. Um, but the, the S and M role is the the biggest part of that. That's mostly focused on with it because mm. of the sadomasochist and the masochist. Or sorry, the sadist. Mm-hmm, sorry, the S is for sadist. Yes, and, and then the M, the M, is M for, for masochist. masochist. If yeah. you if you have a sadist and a masochist or together, they they're in big, a sadomasochistic big relationship. D, little d. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. You have your yeah your yeah. So yeah. that's you have someone who sexually enjoys. Putting someone into pain, mm-hmm. and then you have someone who in, gets sexual enjoyment having the pain cost to them. Yeah, that could be moderate pain. Yeah, that doesn't mean that. That could be an
1: ass slap, but sometimes it can go to the extreme. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. We don't get into that. <laughs> we will. There's gonna be an episode where where we're you know because Joe had to fucking blast me out as the kink. Uh, I did it <laughs> you can fucking remember did it was episode three you literally went you kinky disgusting motherfucker and I went what and you were like John and then I was sitting here because you called me a nympho and the other shit in there too
1: I was joking about the wax but yeah I mean I, I called- wasn't
0: joking about the wax I know you were you I were the one that went off
1: on it about the wax well, nothing wrong with a little wax
0: <laughs> and it depends on placement and amount <laughs> That's the key. And that's that's pretty much BDSM in a nutshell. Or in a nutshell right there. Where's it going? And how much are you using? There's safe words and all Just stuff. Just tip. No. Right, right. But, 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 but to get out of the BDSM thing, but it is... It's, it is a thing. It's a very are, normal thing. Yeah, it's yeah a, there's it's contracts.
1: Pretty, you know, it's the community itself. There's a lot of the... the I little, promise
0: you, there's somebody you know. Mm-hmm. And they might be old as shit. <laughs> And they have, they have just a drawer in their house that you better fucking not open. It's probably not out in the open. It, I mean, it might be. They may not give a fuck. But I'm telling you, you're gonna get, you're gonna get. You can tell when you're getting close to it because the floor is gonna feel a little slicker. <laughs> oh, from, no, that's from oil. From oil.
1: My mind went in the
0: gutter. No, body stuff gets sticky.
1: Yeah,
0: it gets sticky. Starts congealing. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but but you know you start. Like, what is that? I smell coconut oil, and some smells, like, smells like maybe like a tire. Uh, there's definitely a rubbery smell. Back off, back the fuck away. Get out of that closet. Get out of that pantry. Get out of that house. Unless you're prepared to learn a fucking thing or two. But it, it's it's actually they like said the BDSM thing. It's a it's a fairly normal thing. It's all about how how extreme you go with it. Yeah. but. It's all about rules though. Right. Rob- yeah. Robinson though, I mean he was he was about that fucking life. Yeah. He was really into dominating people, almost a slave master type thing and he 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 wanted it was, complete control. And it was noted too that he could he was definitely a line stepper as far as the, the amount of violence that he would use and shit mm-hmm. like that. Um, in 1999, he actually offered a job and a bondage relationship. Now, again, that's why we we're discussing this, because it, particularly with, with this uh, girl, there's really a lot of the BDSM stuff comes into play. Yeah. There are people who are not married, they, they're, they're, but they they, they will enter into a legally... You can get them legally binding... Yep. Uh, contract. BD, yeah. Con, yeah, a BDSM bondage contract yeah. and stuff they like that. They call
1: it sometimes a slave master contract.
0: Yeah, yeah. and I mean like it that's they are they're legally fucking buying. you can get them notarized you can yeah. have lawyers yeah, deal with them yeah you step
1: the line during play or something like right. you can get in a lot of fucking trouble right
0: because i'm telling you man it's it, it that's it a, is
1: a rabbit hole we oh my god we, we, we should we, save it for another episode we yeah, we though. got we got
0: to do a whole series on on kink community shit cuz yeah. cuz i fucking love talking about that stuff and i think a lot of people don't really fucking know but uh, so he offered a job in a bondage relationship to Isabella Lewicka, uh-huh. who was a 21-year-old Polish immigrant from Indiana.
1: Yes. Um, so she moves to Kansas City to be with Robinson, who was still married to Nancy up to this point. Right. So, yeah.
0: So but we like I like this. This bitch moves and he's still married. Right. Well, and the 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 thing of it is, is that there's no... So I remember there was some kind of quote where she was literally like, because they were married for like 30, close to 40 years. And she said that she knew for a fact that he he wasn't faithful for at least 25 of them. Yeah, yeah. So she knew, and that's what makes me think it was the lifestyle. Yeah, like they were in an open relationship, like she had to kind of give it up. No, no, not that, but like, like she was willing to let him do that shit because she was enjoying the money.
1: Yeah. So what the fuck so. ever, and I mean, yeah. if you look at
0: the motherfucker, like I mean, anyway, he ain't touching me. Thank fucking Christ, you know. Like, <laughs> like I said again, literally looks like a magically uh, enchanted bowl of mashed potatoes that was nearsighted and needed good glasses came to life and became an internet slave master, and that's just, this dude was not a good looking cat no, at any wasn't. point in his fucking life. No. Uh, yeah. So she moves to Kansas City to be with Robinson from Indiana.
1: Yeah. And so Robinson gives Lewinka an engagement ring. He takes her to the County registrar. He pays for a marriage license and never picks it up.
0: Right. But so, so she's under this guy. Yeah. Isabella thinks they're fucking married. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if she, I don't know if she knew about Nancy. I don't know if Nancy knew about her.
1: Probably not.
0: Because he, he, he put her up into like an apartment. Yeah. That that he, that he rented for this whole thing. So, um, you know, so she's,
1: She's over the moon. She's thinking she's married. Right, she lets her and she, parents and she's, know. and
0: she's into this lifestyle. Like She's going down there for this lifestyle yeah. thing. So she's into it. She's excited about it and all this other stuff. And yes, I'm guessing she's a Polish immigrant. So I'm guessing she's phoning her folks back in Poland.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, and I guess in the excitement of the conversation, the name was never pulled. So she never says, oh, I'm, well, I'm married. I, I John saw over. that. And
0: then one of the articles said that she refused to give him the name.
1: Oh, well, it may have been part of the contract.
0: You know what i I didn't even put that together. Yeah, because you know
1: sometimes I, they have to go buy actual you know um, pet names. Right. And so maybe she was not allowed to call him anything but master.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, and I know that that sounds silly, but like for the people who are in it, they live that. A lot of them live that lifestyle twenty four seven. Like that. Like. Obviously they, they have jobs and families and shit like that. Like but I'm saying like some of the rules like names, mm-hmm. things you're allowed to do and not allowed to do, they do not break those fucking things for any anything yeah, exactly uh yeah. so yeah that's actually a good point of, of why because she she did sign a slave contract with robinson
1: mm-hmm. and giving him full control over all aspects of her life so that's where i was like well he probably written wrote, you know wrote that in there it was like okay you cannot call me anything but master um but he didn't just get control of every aspect of her life yeah. it was also her bank accounts
0: right because uh, this is the first one that i can remember at least uh, maybe uh Bonner because she was a prison library, but this is the first woman that wasn't in some kind of financial bind no. that he took advantage of. She, she came willingly. I mean, obviously he's talking himself up and shit like that, but I mean, he clearly had the money to put her up and to, to do all this stuff but I mean she wasn't in Dire Straits financially she willingly came down there to participate in this lifestyle with him
1: yeah and uh, I'm about saying his wife does, probably doesn't know that he's over there still cashing pension checks so he's got an account over here with oh money God, in it I didn't it. even
0: think about that he's still cashing Sheila Faith's pension yep. he's still ca- getting po- possibly still alimony. getting Bonner's alimony yeah that's what I'm saying so, so yeah, he's got a little side uh, account
1: so that he's got money for his little
0: hobbies fu- dude like seriously if he wasn't killing bitches like what a slick pimp <laughs> like not to be admired but definitely to, to be studied uh, yeah
1: you yeah yeah there's uh, definitely a deep dig on that right um so summer of the same year is when Lewinka disappears yeah
0: so we don't did it say exactly when she came? So, she was down there for a few months. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, she had to been there for a few months, and then um, the only thing that Robinson would say was that he claimed to those, I guess, who knew of her, I guess at some point he may have, you know, they crossed paths with people in well, his life Well, he may have been passing in her off town. as an employee, you Yeah, know. yeah. But, um, so, he just claims, oh, she was caught smoking pot and then deported, and just...
0: Done. Which is clean. fucked up because if he had legit married her, which he couldn't because he was already married, she yeah. couldn't be deported for exactly. that. Exactly. You know, yeah, exactly. But, but that's the excuse that 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 he told him.
1: Yep. So this guy is like really busy. So we're right. still around the time of Lewinka's disappearance. We're
0: still in 1999. We're still in 1999.
1: Right. Um, he meets a licensed practical nurse named Suzette Trouten. Trouten. I'm Trouten. Right. T-R-O-U-S. T-E-N. Sorry, y'all. Um, so... Move. She moved from Michigan to Kansas to travel the world as Robinson's sex slave. Right. So he's 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 double padding this year with bitches.
0: Well, I you know I would imagine that he probably never stopped still perusing, especially if he knew what he what ultimately he was going to end up doing. Once La came down, yeah. So obviously you got to keep some fucking irons in the fire, yeah. Uh, you know, big dog got to eat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, Robinson Robinson is a man of appetites. <laughs> it fit, you know, again, look at the pudgy fuck. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so yeah, roughly when she's disappearing. So <laughs> I would love to know what he claimed to trouting. And, folks. Uh, we're we're at a, we're at an hour forty here. We did a. Deep dive. I, I had never heard of this dude when you brought him up, Joe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we started just digging and digging, and it, there's a lot of details about the shit there is. So we're going to bring this in under two hours. We try to keep it around 90, but I promise you we're, we're getting there. So thanks for hanging with us. Now, right back to it. 1999, Suzette Troughton moves from Michigan to Kansas to travel the world as Robinson's sex, sex slave. Life. So whatever mm-hmm. he told her, he convinced her that they're going to travel the globe. And again, there's nothing that says here uh, that that I that I remember seeing that she had any kind of financial problems no. or any of that other stuff. She moved down for the lifestyle. She was a nurse. She was and, a pr- I mean, yeah. obviously, oh yeah, with well, Dirty, yeah, she was yeah. So she was a a, a a practical nurse. So she was fine financially. Yeah, she did this for the lifestyle. I mean, obviously, the you're not gonna travel. You're not gonna be a globe trotter on a nurse's salary. You know, mm-hmm. you may you can take some trips, stuff like that, but. He's basically telling her, like, oh, we're just going to stay on my, we're going to stay, you know, we're going to be on a boat yeah. the whole goddamn time. We're going uh, to boats and hot air balloons and <laughs> a whole fucking shit, and we're just going to, you're my sex slave, and I've got a fucking 10-inch penis and a six-pack. You won't believe. <laughs> uh, my <and> face <laughs> doesn't look like mashed potatoes. Yeah, no, everything else, yeah, yeah, everything else is lumpy. That's. <laughs> That's that's where I that's that's where the biscuits get baked, baby. So,
1: <laughs> so his mo, you know, it he's starting to you're starting to see a little bit of repetition uh, oh, with yeah. this. Um, R- Troughton's mom receives a typed letter signed by her daughter that claims to be mailed while the couple was abroad. Yeah, she got
0: multiple letters. Yes,
1: but the funny <laughs> thing is, the stupid thing is, is that all the letters had Kansas City postmarks. Right. So he's, he's a fucking moron.
0: Again, he, he's, I'm never gonna get caught. I'm too goddamn smart for the bigger system. picture guy here. I can't handle a little stuff. He needed. He needed. A, he needed a secretary. He If he wouldn't kill one of these bitches, and they may have helped him out, but yeah, he was. He was basically his own worst enemy. Yeah, because he 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 would he again grandiose. He's got he's got this great big plan, but he cannot follow through on the on little the minute, minute details. details. Yeah, exactly. Which which is you know, luckily it leads to everything. But so, uh, obviously. Troughton's mom's suspicious and, and yeah. going on. Eventually, the correspondences are stopping. Mm-hmm. She's not getting the letters anymore. Uh, and I, I guess Robinson had had communications with her, you know, during all this or before or, or whatever the fuck. But was talking to the mom and said that uh, that Suzette had run off with an acquaintance of his yep. after stealing money from it, so that he hadn't seen her. Yeah. Um, and it's a great way
1: to wash your hands of it because obviously you don't you're not going to give a shit about somebody who stole from you so that's going to shut the mother up,
0: right? And I'm sure that I mean she's talking to him. She, they're supposed to be. Letters from global locations. So, I mean, I'm, I'm maybe she left out the sex slave part to Mama, but she had told, you know, hey, I'm going to go travel the world with this fucking wealthy guy who's, you know, totally doesn't look like cookie dough with fucking <laughs> penny loafers. <laughs> um, and Trouton never seen or heard from again. Nope, never. Uh, and and, and that's, that's wrapping up 1999. Now we're in the new millennium. We're in year 2000.
1: Y2K's over with. Yes. And now we're in June. Yes, June of 2000.
0: June of 2000. Everything finally catches up for John Edward Robinson, Joe. Tell us tell us what went down.
1: So he's finally arrested at his farm near LeSinge, Kansas. After right. A woman-
0: so, so apparently at some point they're out of the trailer park.
1: I, I, it, it, never,
0: it never says why because they do the trailer park thing Somewhere between like eighty seven and ninety three, when he goes to jail, yeah, we don't know if she immediately lost the house or anything, but by the time he gets out in ninety three, she's, she's uh, Nancy and the kids and, and all yeah. them they're, they're whatever they're still in the trailer park, yeah. But at some point between all these pension checks and all this other shit or whatever else was going on, they've they've now got a, a ranch now or a farm uh near Las. Lacine something, whatever. No, you misspelled it. It was C Y G N E. You put it G E N. Oh, in Kansas, if you're from Kansas and know what we're talking about, because you're like, yeah, we don't know how to fuck it, pronounce it here either. Groovy. (laughs) Uh, Send me an email where it's spelled out phonetically, and I I'll pretend to give a fuck. Um, So yeah, he was arrested at his farm there after a woman filed a sexual battery complaint against him. Again, this was this was. This was a, a BDSM relationship where he Damn. he crossed the fucking line yep. and did that shit. And another woman <laughs> claims that he stole sex toys. Her sex toys. Which which, from what I saw, was like around seven eight hundred dollars for the sex toys. Oh
1: yeah, and you saw, you can find pictures of everything that he stole because there's pictures of him doing stuff to other women using her toys.
0: I really hope he at least rinsed them. Probably not. Probably not. You I know. bet most of them probably he probably put them in himself when they weren't looking. Ugh. <laughs> it was
1: a lot of contraptions as far as um uh leg spreaders, arm spreaders, oh, bars and
0: bondages and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, if you don't paddles. know what we're talking about, dig a little deeper. Yeah. I promise you 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 and your wife or your husband or your lover or whatever the hell you fuck, you, you can uh, you can spice some shit up. <laughs> you be you would be surprised what a little piece of bamboo can do. Or if you, you're
1: already on that on the edge of divorce, this is gonna go ahead and just send you right over that edge. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean it's a healthy legal way to hit each other. <laughs> you know, with everyone. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but um, but but so obviously, haha, it's it is funny. You know, he, he's, you know, I would have I would have loved to been the cop where she goes in there and like he stole seven hundred dollars worth of double sided dildos from me. I, y'all, I want them back. You know, and yeah. be like, oh. Can you describe the items? You Honestly,
1: know? they would have perked my interest because I'm like, I got to know what this fucker yeah. looks like because there's
0: still these sex toys. How vain was it? You know? <laughs> uh, I'm going to need length and girth, circumferences. Um, but the, the good thing yeah. about the theft charge... Uh, because, as you had stated, he had a lot of attention.
1: Oh, yeah. Because yeah.
0: people knew these girls were linking up with him. Yeah, yeah. No matter the
1: aliases. Yeah, they, he fit the des- physical descriptions. You know, even the hospital was talking about, or the the shelter was even talking about the Lisa Stacy and her daughter. You know, so he's being linked up physically with these people.
0: And I'm sure he's, he's probably being monitored. Oh,
1: yeah. Because I, 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 I he's been on and off probation, uh, uh,
0: of w- course. Well, not only that, but I guarantee you a lot of the chats involved in any kind of Sexually kinky community and shit like that. They're probably monitoring him anyway. Oh yeah, and they're seeing I mean, the this Onion name pop up. was
1: Being like created right around that time, so right? Yeah, obviously.
0: Um. So yeah. So he had a lot of attention because of all this. Yeah.
1: So from there, the authorities in Kansas and Missouri um, were already linking up and you know shedding light on his, right because he's his...
0: he's fucking shit up in two different states, yeah. bro. He's got he's got he's got games going in, in yeah. all over the place. Yeah,
1: and it's and like you said, it was and mainly... has been
0: his whole time. This whole time, shit's been going down in in Kansas, Missouri. Missouri, Kansas, yep. back and forth.
1: Yeah, and so again, like you said, it was attached to so many missing persons. That's what caused some heat for him, right? um Now the theft charge, though. So him stealing those sex toys his was actually downfall.
0: Ultimately, came yes, from stealing sex, sex toys. toys. Yeah,
1: it gave the investigators probable cause to obtain a search warrant, right? Because they so had that to that see if they, his deal. That yep, sealed them. They had to
0: see if he had them. Yep. And I mean. Embezzlement. You're, 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 you're approaching theft over a thousand i mean because yep. like i said they they was literally you know seven eight hundred dollars worth of that stuff so yeah so they they got the search warrant and literally the items that he used to fuck other women with fucked him over in the end yeah. <laughs> now, but I'm that's bump. that is a metaphorical double-sided dildo if i've ever heard of one <laughs> right there you want to talk about looping that motherfucker back around on you.
1: Yeah. So while they're searching this farm, this is when they find the decaying bodies of two women. They're actually in two separate 85 pound chemical drums. Right. And they're actually later identified as Lewinka and Troughton.
0: That's the two. That's the last. That's the well, most recent two. Suzette so yes. Troughton, the one who came from Michigan and then uh, Isabella Lewinka, who, who came, came from, from, from Indiana. Indiana. She was the Polish girl. So these are the last, his most recent two. Now he was dissolving them, right?
1: Uh, no. No. He just had, he, yeah. He had just stored them in these these fucking barrels. They were just chemical drums. Again, n-
0: not not mining the fucking details. Yeah. Every other time you hear about them, I mean Junco, they poured cement. They tried something exactly when we did Junco Feruda. But most mostly when they're in these chemical drums, they're trying to dissolve the bodies. That not is
1: him. the action of somebody who thinks they'll never get caught.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: So he wasn't trying to clean up behind himself. So, so
0: that went down at the farm in Kansas. Yes. But Missouri's doing some other shit because oh, yeah. he is has a, st- a storage facility where he's renting two garages from in in uh, in missouri joe
1: yes and that's actually where the other members of the same task force so it's it's you know cross right. state line yeah. task force they find three similar chemical drums containing the corpses of bonner sheila and debbie faith
0: yeah i remember debbie uh bonner was the prison librarian
1: yeah that's beverly bonner
0: sheila and debbie faith that was the mother and daughter who moved from california debbie was the one that was in a wheelchair with spina bifida yeah Mm-hmm. Um, all five women were killed in the same way with blunt force trauma to the head.
1: So fast forward at two more years and we're in 2002.
0: So, and- oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it is. Yeah, because that two that years. happened in, in 2000, summer of 2000. Okay, so, yeah, we're in 2002 now.
1: Yeah, so this... Clearly the motherfucker
0: was arrested. Yeah, obviously. Five, five, five chemical drums, five bodies.
1: Yeah, so he, Did they find the sex toys? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Cause he was using them pretty frequently, according to those pictures. I, I wonder saw. if she
0: got them back, or if they were like, "No, that is we're that's gonna heinous. we're literally we're gonna cut all the dicks down the middle, just like Albert Fish liked it." And we're gonna have to one half's going to Missouri, the other half's going for Kansas. All states evidence now, baby. I'm sorry, you're out seven hundred bucks. I know that's
1: civil you, suit against him. That's gotta fun.
0: be yeah. That's you getting Plains fucked court, way harder than any of these things ever did. So yeah, yeah. so two thousand two. Robin is Robinson's on trial uh, for for which murders? Uh,
1: Trouton, Lewinka, and Stacy.
0: Okay, so 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 this then is in Kansas. Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So so they've linked him to to Lisa Stacy now too, even though they 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 didn't get her body.
1: No. Mm-mm.
0: she wasn't but in you the have drums to, but, uh, but you have to think about I but think they had all that other shit prior where they knew he went across state lines. Yes. stuff
1: and also too in 2000s when the daughter or when he got arrested and her Oh, yeah that's when oh, the daughter so gets they, the now DNA they got the, test there we go yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: two thousand she gets the DNA test and they know that Yep, yep. Okay. That's what's all happened. Right, yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. There so, we go.
1: But it, it wasn't just for the murder; it was actually along with multiple like lesser charges. So they were just, theft. <laughs> they were just trying to throw everything at him. Yeah. You know, yeah, you just give him maximum with, yeah, amount of exactly. fucking time. Um. So, but he was convicted on all counts, and he received the death sentence for Trouton and Lawinka. The only reason he didn't get it for Stacy is because she was technically killed before Kansas actually reinstated the death penalty. So I that, believe was that was a, in
0: like '94. 95 when I read that so yeah, yeah. so and Stacy was like late 80s, yeah, because that took place, that was 87, because yeah. that took place before he went and served his six-year stint, which yeah. he did that from 87 to 93, so yeah, that was before any of that was going on.
1: Yeah, um, so he received a five- to 20-year prison sentence for, quote-unquote, interfering with parental custody of Stacy's baby. So okay. again, DNA test, boom, get you this additional charge. Yeah, that
0: was dead to fucking rights right yeah. there. She lives, she lives with his brother. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, he gets 20 and a half years for kidnapping Trouton, wow and, and then seven months for theft for the sex toys maybe
0: we never we, i don't know if we found that <laughs> But there was but, no but, other but theft mentioned. Theft. yeah yeah I, exactly seven, that would that's literally like a, a month for every hundred dollars worth of dicks he stole yeah, exactly. and spreader <laughs> bars so so yeah so he got yeah so two life sentences or so sorry two death sentences mm-hmm. life for Stacy Yep five to 20 years for interfering with parental custody, 20 and a half years for kidnapping Troughton, yeah. and then another seven months of thr- of theft. Um, so that was in Kansas. Yeah. But now he's still got shit going on in Missouri, oh, Joe. Oh,
1: yeah. And see, um, so after these these convictions, Robinson faced those additional charges in Missouri. Right. And obviously, for her, sure, because capital punishment convictions. Right, and
0: Missouri was where they found three. They found Bonner... And faith and her daughter. So yes. he had three in Missouri, right? Three bodies were found there. Yeah, and exactly. they have the harsher penalties yeah. there.
1: His attorneys were trying to avoid trial in Missouri for this. Is, this this is reason. Robinson's yeah, Robinson's okay. attorneys. They don't want to do it. They don't even want to go fucking with no, trial there because they know what's going to happen. Right. Yeah. So they,
0: they're thinking we can. We could. He got the death sentence in Kansas. We could probably get this into life imprisonment and not do it. But if he goes to trial in Missouri, he's going. He's die. fucked. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha.
1: So Chris Coster, um, he was the. Missouri Prosecutor he stated that any plea bargain would only be entertained if Robinson led authorities to the bodies of Lisa Stacy, Paula Godfrey, and Catherine Clampett. Right, because they, they, they didn't have the bodies for those. Yeah, that's
0: the bodies that they did not find.
1: Yeah, and that's where that's where he was applying that pressure. He's gotcha. like, "Fuck you, no plea we bargain. Want those I want those yeah, bodies. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly." Um, now, Robinson, he never cro- cooperated. Never and the, has. Either. No, he has not been. It's that cooperative, control uh, that of a narcissism. narcissism. Exactly. Yes. Exactly.
0: Yes. So He. 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 He said he refused. Refused Coster's deal. Yeah, to this day. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um. Now, Coster faced pressure to make a deal because there was no unequivocal evidence that any of the murders actually were committed in his jurisdiction. In, in Coster's jurisdiction. It, exactly. So the, they bodies the bodies were there, that, right? But, but the crime prove- itself. Okay. Yeah. Um. So that's why the pressure was there. Uh. Now a compromise was reached. Um. Just because Robinson was kind of feeling, yeah, like he,
0: didn't he, want to, want, he didn't
1: want to die. Yeah, he didn't want the death sentence in Missouri. Yeah, yeah, prick. Um, now Robinson acknowledges that Coster had enough evidence to convict him of capital murder. Okay, but that statement actually was technically a guilty plea, and it was a, and it was actually accepted as such by the Missouri court. So he was
0: like, "I'll say that he has enough to convict me, but fuck him, I'm not participating." And Missouri's like, "Good enough."
1: Yep, exactly. They're like, enough. fuck it, you're guilty."
0: Uh, and for that, he received a life sentence without possibility of parole for each of those three murders. Yeah,
1: so uh, three additional life sentences.
0: Um, Thank so, goodness
1: we're not in biblical years. Right, and,
0: and around this time, too, Nancy finally left the motherfucker. It was like 01 or 02. She finally divorced him. I think it was like 41 years of marriage. Divorced him, citing irreconcilable differences. Bitch, I would say so.
1: And incompatibility. The oh, other yeah. is incompatibility. Yeah, likes, I'm like, really? He likes, the, he
0: likes chemical drums and stealing rubber dicks. I don't. I like managing trailer parks. <laughs> you know, where you know, we're old you know, Mars and Venus. Um, so so then this keeps going. Technically this was the longest murder trial in Kansas history. Yeah. Because shit kept going on and on until November of twenty fifteen yes. when the Kansas Supreme Court actually had to get involved or were involved and upheld the death sentence for Robinson. Yeah. So Missouri okay. gave him the life. That was the worst of the two states he was most worried about. He they ended up cutting the deal and he just got life for all three of those. But Kansas held fucking fast after all, I'm sure lengthy appeals and all this other shit. And in 2015, they upheld the death sentence for him. And that's the first time uh, the Supreme Court of Kansas had has upheld uh, has upheld the death sentence since it was reinstated in ninety-four. Uh, and Robinson to this day is still this is 2021, June 1st. He's currently on death row in El Dorado, uh, correctional facility in Kansas. Yep. Um, there was a, uh, an investigator. Uh, so the police in Kansas and Missouri, uh, they, they, they noted long stretches. Even we did where there were years where n- nothing. nothing was reported. We don't know what the fuck he did. Exactly. It, you know, serial killers do take breaks. It, it, it has happened. Um,
1: but his veracity,
0: especially on certain years where it was like multiple victims. Certainly once the internet came into play.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm just like. He, no, had, his, you, he had it right there. Yeah, you, know, you didn't have. No. Wait,
0: two of them were both in 99. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm Lawica saying. There's, and Troughton were, were then. So, and there was that supposed five-year dent? No. Probably I think he not. was doing shit then. Yeah, but I mean, that's what and that's what they're figuring. Yeah. They're saying that they're unaccounted for. They fear there are additional unknown victims. And one investigator stated, said, quote, He's maintained the secrets about what he's done with the women. He won't ever tell. It's the last control he's got. There you go. The controlling narcissism. There are probably other barrels waiting to be opened. Other bodies waiting to be found. End quote. Yeah. Yeah. End quote there. Uh, Again, and we 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 we're, we're right past 2 hours um but Sorry, that's, yeah
1: but it we, this guy was really interesting we we
0: we took a lot of notes we actually deleted at least a page of notes during the recording of this for stuff that just it it just wasn't essential we we wanted to talk about it but we just i mean cuz of
1: interest right yeah. and,
0: and to stick with the plot and stuff the, the, you know everything we were covering and all that stuff but we took a lot of notes on this there's a lot of stuff out there you can find Which I found awesome because uh, you brought him, you brought up this guy. I'd never heard of him.
1: Uh, So the only reason I'd heard of him is that right around the time I was moving from Illinois, um, I had actually heard about the the slave master, the internet killer. And I remember my dad kind of giving me that... You're not telling people where you're located and stuff. You heard about these girls disappearing from Are the Are you internet. a slave master? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Dad, no. And I didn't even told him, I was like, I'm a dude online. I'm a 17-year-old boy about to go to college. Well, and I'll, he's like...
0: I'll, I'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> no, he had no there's... problem with it. <laughs> he's like, okay, as long as you're being safe, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I appreciate y'all for hanging in there with yes. us. We, we generally like to have that sweet spot of about 90 minutes, but this one... like we just, we took a lot of notes a and we whopper. just, yeah, we, we, we had a lot of fun with it. Uh, but yeah, that's John Edward Robinson, who is known as the internet's first ki- serial killer, the internet slave master, um, convicted for the, t- for a total of five murders. Mm-hmm. Well, sorry for, well, no for five, but they, they're, they know those other ones are linked to him, but he, yeah. he had those five. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed it again. We hope you had a great Memorial day. Uh, obviously, uh, Again, go to spreadthedreadpodcast.com. You can link up to our Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, BitShoot, And, of course, there's direct links to literally over a dozen different podcasting formats where you can get our episodes. Make sure you follow, subscribe, subscribe. Leave a review, thumbs up, all that stuff so that, you know, when the new episodes come out every Wednesday like we do, they'll automatically download for you. And, of course, any review or feedback you leave us, it helps us climb up in the, the charts of these different platforms and lets other people find out about us. And the same thing when you, when you, you share our stuff and, and stuff on Facebook and Instagram, too. So if you've been doing it, keep spreading it. If you haven't been, do your fucking job and spread the dread like the goddamn name suggests.
1: And even though we have a very long list of possibilities for the next few episodes, feel free, if you have an idea, to send it over to Spread the Dread Podcast at gmail.com because can't guarantee it's going to be the next one, but it'll make it on the list if right, we think yeah, it's interesting.
0: Yeah. We, we, we have a long list, Ooh. and and again, I mean, I, I never heard of this guy, and, yeah. and this ended up, uh, we have more notes on him than we did Albert Fish, who is one of the most notorious serial killers of all time. So you may give us something that's not on the list and who knows what yeah. it would do. So yeah, spread the dread podcast at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to message us on Facebook as well. Um, but Joe, we got, we got to wrap this fucking thing yes. up. All right. So yeah. for spread the dread podcast, I'm John and I'm Joe and, uh, we hope you enjoy this episode. We'll do another one for you next Wednesday. Have a good day or good night. And in the words of our boy, Jack Torrance, why
2: don't you start right now and get the fuck out of here.